0: You guys have known me for a couple of years now. Yeah. Do I strike you as a person who talks a lot of crap? No. Then why do people continually make the mistake of thinking I am or I do? Give me me a for instance. I explain. Okay. Well, I told you way back with, uh, I think I told you guys with... Uh, the, the Never Let the Best Is where You Down record, how they came after me to do the album. And I put in my contract that I wouldn't be able to tour it and I couldn't guarantee much promotion for it. And then when the tour came around, I mean, when the album came out, they were like, so when's the tour? Right. And I'm like, I'm not touring. What do you mean you're not touring? You have an album out. I said, I told you up front that I wasn't touring. I put it in the contract. Yeah, well, we thought that, you know, when the record came out, you would have second thought. Why would I t- go to the trouble of doing that? The point is, they're expecting thousands of people at this Twisted Sister in store on Long Island later today. <laughs> and they called me up and they said, so what time can you do this until? I said, 8 o'clock. It was a conference call. And there's silence on the phone. I said, did you guys think I was kidding when I was telling you 8 o'clock? I've told you all along I go to bed at 9 o'clock I do morning radio I get up at 4am It's my obligation and my responsibility It's what I do I don't do autograph signings I do radio And if I can fit other things in it, That's how it goes Well it's gonna be, You know There's a lot of people I said I told you 8 o'clock I said I don't know what, where the problem is and why there's so much, you know, why people are sitting here the day before the damn signing looking at me like I have horns. Because I'm saying the same thing I've said since the day you booked this thing. So they moved it up an hour. Now. Now it's starting at 5 o'clock. Or they're, they're panicking. People are probably flying in from other states and countries. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's flattering, but at the same time, it, it's It's insane. They said, the line starts at 1 o'clock. I said, well, then why didn't you start the in-store earlier? I mean, 1 o'clock would have been impossible, but, you know. Poor planning on their part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Exactly. Exactly. Of course, to feel, you know, feel for the people who have lined up. So my thoughts are basically, they said 6 o'clock, you know, and by 6.30, you cap the line. And they'll just stay there, whatever it takes, to do everybody who was there by 6 o'clock. You know what I mean? And everybody who showed up, they were told 6 o'clock, they should get an autograph. You come dragging your ass in at 7, 8 o'clock, figuring, you know, you'd be fashionably late. Hmm. You are excrement out of luck. Does that sound fair, Darkseid?
1: Yeah, it sounds fair to me, man. sounds
0: reasonable, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, I, I hate these freaking conversations. And I, I had multiple ones. Then I get another call from another person involved. Rumor has it you're only going to be there till 8. Yes It's not a rumor It's a fact I've been telling you people this Since three months ago When you booked the thing Well, We expected the same rap I said Why do you think I was kidding I'm so sick of that Because we live In a world Of people Who are crap talkers People Everybody's talking crap Nobody means What they say Stop the madness Who said that Susan (laughs) Susan Powers Is that her name what happened to that bitch? That wants a shaved head. I don't Her?
2: know. How to. Stop I do. the
0: madness. Start saying what you mean, like Beth Lockwood. When right Dr. Dave says, "What's your musical choice this morning?"
2: He says, say, better, say than Ezra. "Better
0: than Ezra." That doesn't mean she wants to hear Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> she means what she says. She's not a crap talker. She means better than Ezra. God knows why, but. <laughs> d Sider Radio. I like these guys because they like me. Rule number one. A hey, the count's off. Ah, oh, the legacy of Silent Shang. It's Radio 104. It's no when the bodies hit the floor, but it's best choice. D-Signer <laughs> Radio, it's Radio 104. When the bodies hit the floor. When the bodies hit the floor. That sounds very catchy. Come on, Beth. I saw you shaking it a little bit over there during that WWF commercial.
3: Which song, the song is catchy? hit the floor. Let the
4: bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. God, this Let is the rhythmic. Bodies hit the- <laughs> look, look, yeah, man
0: That's it. Let's just go with it. It's very heavy. These guys were good guys, too. Oh! We hanging cool. out. <laughs> and uh, we were hanging out together. They were kissing my ass big time. It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, at least they carrying around one of my discs and stuff.
5: Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. These guys are good. It's rhythmic, Beth. It's rhythmic. It's tribal. Feel it. Hey.
3: How can you resist that beat? I don't know. I must have tremendous willpower. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 These guys Wait aren't going to be at the wedding?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so.
5: Nothing wrong with me.
0: Nothing wrong with me.
3: something's
0: got to Two, something's got to get you. and You and Glenn hit the floor?
3: I told you, I haven't even gotten past the part where they whisper in the let beginning.
0: The people, let the wedding party hit the floor. Hit the floor. Wedding party hit the floor. Wedding Here's Johnny. <laughs> would you be, like, freaked out if you like, saw him in a pit one day inadvertently? Like at some show or something?
3: <laughs> I would wonder pitting. what had happened to the real clan. <laughs>
0: The real glad. All right, yeah. So, um, much aggravated over the, just, just, I've just been dealing with this my whole freaking life. And no, I will not get with the program. The program is, societally speaking, you're supposed to tell people more than you actually want. Tell them, like, you know, you're supposed to, I don't know, people don't, say what they mean case in point case in point there was a a very a pivotal moment in twisted Sister's career sure it was during the Love Is for suckers record and we subsequently broke up and i'm not saying it's the sole reason we broke up it certainly was not but it was a straw that broke the camel's back and we needed some money for I don't know what the time, what it was, if it was recording budget or it was to do a video or whatever. But we figured out exactly what we needed, and we went to the record company, and we said, "Listen, we need some money. We got to put this together. It's key for this record. It's an important piece. Really, we think that without it, this you know things might not work out, and and the you know and who knows what's going to happen with the band." They said, "How much you need?" We said well, okay. We, we we spent some time with this. Here we have everything on paper. We need fifty thousand dollars. They said we'll give you twenty five. I said what do you mean you give me twenty five? We need fifty. We'll give you twenty five. I said but we need fifty. What I found out is every manager in the world goes in if they need fifty says we need hundred, and the recovery company says we'll give you fifty. And I said but we need hundred. We'll give you fifty. Okay, we'll take the fifty everybody always asks for more than they need expecting to be cut back it works that way with with everything have you had any experience like that yet in in your young life miss lockwood
3: uh they need anything on that grand of a scale yet no no those
0: are big numbers but i'm saying where you 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 find yourself forced to exaggerate knowing that they're going to cut you back of
3: course anytime that anyone and i've done this in the past (laughs) little success um anytime you ask for a raise you always ask for more than you think they'll give you
0: see but that's the game of course but that's what everybody does and that's why everybody thinks that when when a person like myself says i need 50 that he means he needs 25 life is a giant
3: barter system d
0: i say there i won't be touring they say well i mean he'll be doing some touring he'll can stay till eight well that means that means you know That's like a, I don't know, 9, 10. If I meant 9, 10, I'd say 9, 10. But that's the way most people work. It's ridiculous. The system stinks, people. Let's start asking for what we need. And and saying what we mean. I hate
5: it. I'm angry. I'm angry, Nick. It's coming back. Bring it back. Bring back the anger. <laughs> Haven't you dealt with these guys before, though? Don't they know? I mean, there are certain. I've worked with you for two years, and I kind of know what's going to piss you off and what's not going to piss you off at this point. I don't. I don't get
0: it. they Are not listening or whatever? I mean, it was really sucked. It was one of them was JJ, who's known me for freaking years, and the other one was the Red Company guy, the same Red Company guy who was was devastated when true to my contract i didn't tour the uh never let the bastards will let you down record you should have heard the silence it was deafening so what time can you stay till
2: eight (laughs) (laughs)
0: dead just like that (laughs) and i said didn't you hear me when i said it the first 10 times that's why they moved it up an hour which i was like fine I'm talking about the signing thing today for Twisted Sister because they're expecting all these people. And I don't want to disappoint anybody. If anybody's ever seen me, and you guys certainly have in a signing situation, I, you know, people wait online, they deserve like your undivided attention for a moment. You know, uh, they des- they deserve to be greeted and have something personalized. And if they want a photo, get a photo and have a few words. I mean, that's, that's your sort of right for waiting online. Unfortunately, when you get a line with a couple, 3000 people in a couple, three hours to do it, you suddenly find yourself making announcements, limit, you know, two autographs. Sorry, we can't personalize. Sorry, we can't take pictures. You know, because you've got to move, keep moving the line through like an assembly line. That sucks.
3: So, do you think that you'll stick with your honest man floating around in a sea of dishonesty method, or that you'll start to play the game and say more than you think that you'll actually get?
0: I'm 46. I haven't played the game yet. Mm. But that does. But I also do know. Okay, here's here's an example of what I do know. Yesterday, we took the kids to an amusement park. And we we're supposed to leave at seven o'clock, and they wanted to stay longer. And I said no. And we went about to stay My wife said, "Well, we're going to let them stay." I said no. I said we've got to go now. Eight o'clock, we were in the car. Now that was not because I caved. That's how freaking long it takes. There was, you know, four of them plus a couple of, we had a, a niece with us and, uh, a, another, and a nephew. That was how long it took to gather everybody, and I knew that. And I know that me saying, I've got to, it's got to, I can only sign till eight o'clock. It's going to take me another freaking half hour, 45 minutes to actually extricate myself from the building. You don't just go running out the door. You like, oh, You don't beam out of there. You stand up and I know oh, a couple of people, the owners would like a photo, you know, and that's all. I'm always like, okay, okay, okay. And I know to get from that seat when we say eight o'clock, that's the line to get into the car to leave. And then I've got more than an hour to get back to my place. I know it's gonna be like a half hour, 45 minutes till I get out of the building. So, so no, I'm not going to. All, I'm not going to drift from that, but that's because I already know. There's, a, I got a half hour to an hour built in, just to get out of the building, without being a piece of crap who just you know walks out on people and says F to which is not my style. I can't do that. So, but, but see, how I, I know that when I'm saying to them, all right, maybe I could push this thing till nine, but I gotta say. 8 o'clock to stop the sign because it's going to take me that long and then I'm going to have to drive back and then, you know, by the time I get to bed it's going to be 10, 11 o'clock. And are they going to be sitting there saying, oh, D's a little little under the weather today or D's a little slow today because he didn't have much sleep last night? No, nobody gives a crap. They give a crap about what they want. They being, you know, the record company and what have you in the store. And ultimately, like I said, the ones I really only ones I really care about. I don't care about the record right company. I don't care about the store. I care about the people who waited online. They tell me people are starting to line up at 1 o'clock this afternoon. I mean, you know, those people deserve my attention, at least for a little while. I don't know. I'll be okay.
3: Well, <laughs> good luck, Dee. Well, thank you. Stay strong.
0: I think somebody should be down there. I think that Nick, or we haven't even spoken about it, and I didn't even suggest it. I, I tend to play these things down. Um, oh, by the way, that reminds me, my agent, who I'm going to choke the life out of, Danny Stanton. But he, I know his motivation. He is, his, he is also a person, a man of his word. He has his day one wanted to see a Twisted Sister reunion. He's been following Twisted Sister since he was. Sixteen, fourteen, and snuck into a bar. Somebody snuck him into a club, and he met me. He's a hardcore fan through thick and thin. He is the biggest collector of Twisted Sister merchandise. He knows everything about Twisted Sister, and he's a, he's a fanatic. And I love him for it, you know. And uh, but he has always said he wants to see the band get together again. So I told you about that incredible DVD video from over in Germany with the rainstorm and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm being honest here. When I come back from those events and I see the guys in Twisted say, we do a rehearsal, we get together, and they know that I played, they'll say, so how was it? And I don't want to say, dude, it was one of the greatest shows of my life. 25,000 people chanting my name. I was a god. To me, that's like rubbing their face in it and being, I don't know. I, I would think that that would make them feel bad, and that would, I would feel like I was trying to make them feel bad. So I always play it down. I always go. Yeah, okay, it was good. went good. Yeah, good reaction. You know, yeah, it was a good crowd. I, I, I don't, you know, play it up. Well, Danny Stanton had a meeting with JJ, who's managing all Twisted Affairs, and he showed him a few songs from the show. And the phone rang, and Jade was JJ. Man, you didn't tell me what that was, what was going on over there. It was unbelievable. He says, I don't know if I ever remember it being that great when we were playing. And I'm saying, well, actually, I don't know if it ever was.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is, but I didn't really want to tell you that. <laughs> um, I mean, certainly, you know, I'm playing Twisted Sister stuff. So if that's the reaction to me hitting the stage, imagine if we were to hit the stage in all of our glory in front of that same or bigger crowd. You know, I mean, that's the kind of crowd that I would draw by myself. It, it could be just completely insane with the band. So he went and showed them the tapes and now they've got the bug. Now they know what's it, what it's like out there. Uh-oh. So I think they're really pushing the buttons to make this happen.
4: We're putting the band back together.
0: Yeah, they really want to see that happen now. And all of a sudden all the, the obstacles are falling down. And I've told you my heart's not really in it. Me and Mendoza we had him over for a barbecue. We had a great time, and he was talking to J.J. about it, and Jay said, how'd it go? He says, that was nice, man. We had like a, a normal hang for the first time in 17 years. I said, but I'll tell you right now, D. doesn't want to play. D.'s not. That's what he said to him. He says, D. does not want to play. And I said, I've been telling you. I said, J.J. called me up. I said, haven't I said this to you? He says, yes, you have. I said, what? <laughs> Again, I'm not why aren't you people hearing me? Yes, I had fun. Yes it was wonderful, yeah it would be great, but it's really a big deal to put the band back together and I've got it going on now. I've got a life. I'm gonna kill myself to do that. You know, and it'd be fun to do it for a short time, but to do all that work for a couple of shows, you can't do that. You could a couple of shows couldn't even finance a full blown reunion. You have to commit to some sort of a, a longer plan. And I know that. I know that once I say, okay, I'm putting on the war paint, the grease paint one more time, that we're going to have to commit to, well, okay, well, we'll do 12 shows this summer. And if we do 12 next summer, we'll you know, reap the benefits of the effort. And I'm like, okay. And I'm not, I'm not into that. It's fun and all, but I like what I'm doing now. And that's, I'm not giving it up. Uh, we got to take a break because I'll tell you about my conversation with Sebastian after. Well, you people who listened this morning, ah, eh, you probably didn't hear it. We, Sebastian Bach called in. He sang a song on the Twisted Tribute album, which is in stores now. And that's why there's a signing going on uh, today at, in Valley Stream, Long Island, if you happen to be of the mind to head over there. Get there early. And uh, it's at a place called Slip Disc Records. And I said, disk. now I know a lot of big bands have signed there. It's a mom and pop record store. You guys know what a mom and pop record store is? Sure, it's not a chain. Right, not the big chain. So I said, but why are we in this? And they tell me, well, uh, the store is not, it's a small store, so they, uh, the police or barricades are being put up. I'm like, why are we in that small store? And they said, well, the truth is that Tower Records didn't think it was uh, important enough to do. Well, I guess they were wrong, weren't they? So that's the kind of good thing that the small store that said, yeah, man, this would be awesome to have, is going to have this insane scene. And the Tower Records, who's got Joe blowing the harmonicas over there with seven people, would be scratching their balls going, well, we missed that one, didn't we? Yup, I'm the manager of Tower Records. Yep, I graduated high school. Well, I don't know what his problem is. I probably graduated Harvard. Which is why I didn't get it. Do I sound angry today? Do I sound I'm angry? A little
5: fired up. That's good. You're bringing it back, though. You should be angry. <laughs>
0: So maybe I'll just maybe, it's, maybe it maybe has to do with the band when I go back there and then I come in and it's always there, I'll be screaming on the microphone.
5: Yeah, but that will give you you know a little bit of an edge. I mean, it's easy to slip into you know doing radio thing and blah 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 blah. But I mean, every now and then you got to kick yourself in the ass a little bit, you know, get angry.
0: I can't wait till I just kick myself right out of work
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then like just like be just be like a big. Puddle of flesh decaying next to a pool <laughs> for the rest of my life. That's what I want. I want to be angry. Who wants to be angry? Shut up before I bitch slap you back to Longbettel. Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: cool. <laughs> Maybe you should I mean, have decaf be angry. once in a while,
0: D. <laughs> but I don't want to be angry. <laughs> so I say, do you want to be angry? No, it's not fun. Angry sucks. I was angry my whole life i having mean, any these letters from people, dear, I love your morning show, but it's not like the days in the New Haven Agora. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to kill somebody back then.
2: <laughs>
0: and it might have been you. I don't want you think you want to walk around with a chip on your shoulders of your whole life. I don't. The whole plan is, you see, to get that chip off your shoulder. Why do we have a chip in the first place? I'll tell you why. Because life isn't like the freaking Brady Bunch, and we want it to be. That's what I figured out, Beth. Mm-hmm. all these bad mothers out there all these bad mothers are angry people and, and frustrated people why are we frustrated, why are we angry because life isn't like we expected it well what did we want it to be like well mom and dad didn't treat me the way I wanted to be treated how did you want to be treated well the fact of the matter is we don't want our moms and dads to be like Mr. and Mrs. Brady or in my case the beavers the cleavers cleaver. <laughs> leave it to beaver, cleaver right? Leave it, the cleavers and we're pissed which is pretty funny I think that you know all these like really dark, scary, angry people in the world really just want to be these happy, well-adjusted little kids whose mom and dad think they're the greatest thing on earth. You know, I don't want to be angry again. I'm tired of being angry. Nick thinks life should be like Alf. <laughs> <laughs> what an alien living in the house.
5: Be different.
0: You know, <laughs> something new every day. <laughs> all right all right well uh, you know what? right now your mom's screaming it was
5: like (laughs) Al we had an alien his name was Nick Junior Nick Junior we'll have to talk more about this being angry thing but I mean you know you're getting older with the kids and stuff like that and I don't know like I told you before I really think you should get in a fight Somewhere along the way, you should just beat somebody up. I think that'd be Feel cool. froggy?
2: Leap. <laughs> yeah. Not with me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be over oh. pretty quickly. Dark Side's,
5: <laughs> Dark Side's freaking out. We got to take a break.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Enough of this crap. But I But I really think that we're missing out on, on, on a recording opportunity to think what's going to be down there in Valley Stream today.
3: The SMF's neck.
0: I think that. I, I mean, know. from 15 to 50. I mean I think there's some questions to be asked and some answers to be gotten and that Sean and, and Nick would have a field day. But it's a, it's a long freaking drive.
3: Yeah, and the SMF's freak out Nick.
0: It's gonna be very different. <laughs> 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 they would love to see you down there.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, take a break, come back, recap entitled uh, Something. Oh uh, has anyone heard from Joan Jett I don't know what it means, but I like it. Stick around for what Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Hey Snyder E Snyder. Why don't you do the world a favor?
6: Pull your lip over here. Back to D. Snyder Radio. We're off to get started on Radio 104.
0: You know what? I'm going to do this right now because I have uh, no email. I have nothing to tease. So I'm going to tell you that you can win D. Snyder sea Do. That would be mine in case you were confused. Yeah, I've got this awesome 2001 GS2 seater sea It's worth seven grand. It's got a trailer and everything. It is really... It's added a nice little element, fresh element to the summer, i got to admit, Beth. Oh, I'm and, sure. Yeah, and a lot of times I'm not around, and it's really manageable. You know, Suzette hitches it up to our fabulous Toyota 4Runner from Toyota Wallingford and tows it down to the sound. And she and the kids put it in and you know, and they have a blast. It's not like a big deal like like we used to have a boat and that was like she couldn't handle it. But they put it in there, we got the tube, they go out, spend a couple hours, it's easy, it's fun, it's a great thing. But the deal is this could be yours. You could win my actual sea All All right? And you know what ain't beat on because we're driving the kids. Don't go so fast, mommy, don't go so fast. Daddy don't oh, never mind. Anyway, what you got to do to register to win is go to any one of three locations. Humphreys East in New Haven, Humphreys West in Westbrook, or Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury where I got the sea dew. Say hey to owners Bob and Phil. Register from now until Labor Day. The winner's name will be pulled on September 6, 2001. I got the sea dew for the summer. It could be yours for forever. Register to win. Do not wait. Okay. Traffic update. And then we'll get a, a recap. Psycho, you're back.
7: Yes, How are I am. You feeling Dave. feeling a lot better. Went to the doctor, got my medicine. I'm feeling good.
0: Are you? Are you glad Ms. Lockwood uh, made you go home and and heal?
7: Yeah, to put it mildly, made me go home and heal. I don't think uh-huh. I forced
3: you out out of the building.
7: That wasn't your foot in my ass, I felt, going down the hallway back. I didn't see
0: you when she came in. How did you feel when she was, like, you know, holding up a crucifix and screaming,
7: <laughs> out, demon, out? You know, I, I, did, I thought she was slightly kidding at first. Then she said, no, you, you really, like, shouldn't be here. Well, you shouldn't be in the studio. Go you were home. delirious
3: with pain. Yeah, I didn't
7: feel well. Uh huh. <laughs> yep.
3: I didn't tell you to stay out yesterday.
7: The doctor did.
3: See? The doctor. Doctor did, D. Doctor
0: told you to stay out a second day?
7: I told her, I told Dr. Wendy, I said, there's a co-worker who's a little (laughs) freaked out about me, have a pink eye. When is it safe for me to go back? She said, give it another day. Go back Wednesday. The doctor.
0: Uh, Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, let me read your mind. Dan's saying, and they call me psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Psycho Beth with the news.
7: (laughs) Okay, give us a traffic update, man Alright, this traffic report Wait a minute, Damn, man. you've got a female doctor? Yeah, Dr. Wendy
3: <laughs> What's wrong what? with that, Dave?
7: She checks your junk and everything? No, 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 she's not like a regular doctor <laughs> Like, uh, I don't I don't have insurance So I just went and they just put, set me up With this particular doctor Have you doctor. seen my wiener? Oh, oh,
0: okay, it's not like, pe- like, like Nick Where you're seeing the pediatrician and all that stuff
7: No, nothing like that Oh, okay, okay, sorry, back to you <laughs> No problem He must be feeling good.
0: Look at this, he just let this whole journey moment slip by.
7: No, I didn't let it slip by. But you're ignoring it. I'm ignoring it. Yes.
0: Hey, we did send you off with a nice SCP song on Monday. Remember
7: that? Did you hear yeah. that on your way home? Yeah. When I was driving home, that was pretty cool. A little dead bloated. Nice yeah, that, that, was was awesome. that was awesome.
3: That was That's a- how you were <laughs> feeling. So, no, send off with that. Thanks, Beth. All right. <laughs> okay, uh,
0: <laughs> we give you a recap from yesterday's show. Can we do this now, Nick? Yes. I know it's overdue. Uh, it's entitled, Has Anyone Heard from Joan Jet Lately? Uh, it happened yesterday on the not a Radio. It's Radio 104.
3: A Purdue University professor has cloned a gene that lets a plant store metal in its tissue. The tiny Austrian species is able to accumulate large amounts of metal, and the research could be used one day to clean up hazardous waste sites or cure mineral deficiencies in third world countries pretty darn interesting.
0: So the plant absorbs metallic particles in the air. Right. And it becomes part of the plant. Mhm. Pl- plants are awesome.
3: I know they already clean up our environment. Yeah.
0: I mean they are like you got to have them. We got a lot of those in Connecticut I noticed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that good. Yeah, Then Doris wants to smoke the plant. Yeah. It's got the metal in it.
3: Awesome. Well, you've been through this four times, Dee, so you know that naming your kids can be difficult and lead to some arguments. According to a new poll of 17,000 parents in the September issue of Parenting Magazine, 9% of parents say it took them every single minute of the nine months and even beyond to pick a name for their baby other information, 14% of parents made up a unique name that they'd never heard before. 5% couldn't decide on a name until the hospital forced them to make a decision. And 3% (laughs) (laughs) say they named their baby after a favorite celebrity.
1: From now on, your name is Flounder.
0: (laughs) I told you there's a sign in my neighborhood on Long Island. Someone's on the front lawn, they just had a baby, and her name's Angelina Jolie. Her middle name is Jolie. Her first name's Angelina. Okay, I mean, yeah, we. Um, I remember we definitely uh, covered just about all those bases. The first one, Jesse. We uh, that took a little while to get Jesse, and we were gonna we wanted to name him Angel, right? And man, this is what I tell you: don't tell anybody your choice of name, Darkseid, because everybody went. <laughs> Everybody went uh, nuts on Angel. They said it's that's a Spanish name. Everybody's gonna think he's Spanish. I'm going a. Who cares? <laughs> B, I, 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 a, a B. What's wrong with that? And C. you look at him, and he's he's not Spanish. So I mean, <laughs> you know, like what's the what's the big deal? And uh, and but then you know people said so many negative things about the name. And they connected all, like, not the Spanish thing, negativity, but everybody had a million reasons. Oh, they're going to think he's gay. They're going to think he's this. They're going to think he's that. And me, it's just like, you know what? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? But eventually, it wears you down that, that everybody's expressed this negativity. And it's in your mind that, you know, uh, you, you're bringing your kid over. And your dad, your mom, your brothers, your sisters, your friends have all said something negative about the kid before he's born. So, Jesse, we, we we named him Jesse. I like that. And we kind of started kind of getting, when the second one came along, into like a, a, a Western theme. Because I like spaghetti Westerns. So, we kept with Shane. Now, they all have they've weird middle names. Right. So, Jesse, a lot of rock stars name their kid Jesse, and the middle name is James. <laughs> So Jesse's middle name is Blaze. We saw that in a book. It was Jesse Blaze. So Shane, I couldn't find a name that worked good with Shane Snyder, so I invented a name. His middle name is Royal. Huh. So that was a case of inventing a name, just yeah. making something up. I just like the way it sounds. Shane Royal Snyder. So that's his middle name. So then, now people are making suggestions for the third one or was a boy and now I'm Pa and that's Ma so we have Jesse Shane. <laughs> so we had him with Cody and then someone said, hey, you know, Cody, Code Blue. She called him Cody Blue. Should be his middle name. So that's Cody Blue. And then when the fourth one the girl Suzette didn't want to go with the theme. I was like, I want the theme. I want Cheyenne, and we did go to the bitter end. The whole family with suggestions. She was born. We we all everybody had a favorite name, and then the second favorite was Skylar. And we actually, I called my parents and said, Skylar Jean Snyder's been born. You know, come on down to the hospital. I called people, told her Skylar. And then Suzette said she went down to the you talk the about the last minute that night. She went down to the delivery room, not the living room, the nursery. She looked at her and says she doesn't look like a Skylar. She looks like a Cheyenne. And she called me up. She says we're not naming her Skylar. We're naming her Cheyenne. So it's true. All the situations you can go like to the everything. Mm-hmm. You go through every, the more kids you have, the more situations arise. Dark side with Connor. How tough was it to come up with the name?
1: God, it sucked. It was horrible. It was like the first couple of months we were like, all right, well, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. And then we were up in the air between Connor and uh, one other name that I I totally forgot now because it just didn't fit him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, we when he was born, we looked at him. And, you know, we had those two names in our in our minds. So we were like, and "You can't remember the second one." I, I really can't. I think he told can't. us what it
3: was, and I don't remember.
1: Yeah, she probably remembers, but I was, was, I was Hector, just so was it was it was swag. <laughs> Wallace. <Swag.
3: laughs> well, yes.
1: No, I um I totally I don't know. Just the name Connor just jumped out when I saw him, and I'm like, "That's Connor." I really
3: I, like that name.
1: I forgot about the other name, yeah. but I, it was harder coming up with the middle name. You know, and we ended up going with Edward because it's a family name on both sides. Nice. She had a lot of family members named Edward, and so did I. So uh, we kind of settled on that. But it was, yeah, it was definitely mm-hmm. a pain in the ass.
0: Gonna, was resin ever a possibility for the middle name? <laughs> yeah, so like a hyphenated swag resin. Hookah. Hookah. <laughs> 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 you don't think your friends are gonna call him con man?
1: I know. I
0: know
2: yeah, That's cool
1: they're, they're, He's going to have a lot of nicknames yeah, Like man. when I was growing up Because my last name was Wallace I had everybody going Walrus So yeah, you know, I got a Yeah, There's up. always going to be names
0: <laughs> Hey, what about the Flexi But yeah, I, I like the name Flexible Because if he's badass He'd be Con Man If he chooses an alternative lifestyle Connie Constance <laughs> Go that way oh, And then he and all his friend, His friends
3: can be called the Convoy Oh, here cool. you, you go <laughs> <laughs> Well, sometimes...
0: If things really go bad, you can be convict.
3: Yeah, there you go. Oh, i away from that one. <laughs> well, anybody who's ever gone up to the Bull and Finch pub in Boston knows a couple of things. One, that the outside is, of course, the scene that they shot for the Cheers bar. And two, that when you go inside, it looks absolutely nothing like the inside of Cheers. Which is sort of disappointing when you walk in. Well, It doesn't? No. The inside is oh, totally sucks. nothing like Cheers. Exactly. That blows. It
0: wasn't a very good-looking building on the outside anyway.
3: And so what the uh, owners of the Bull and Finch are doing is actually opening a second bar in Boston. When you walk in, it will look exactly like the sitcom set. They'll even have Sam Malone's Red Sox jacket and Cliff's mail carrier uniform. Wow. So they're working on that now. Yeah, it'll be nice.
0: Very smart. Thought of name for your kid. No nickname. Condom.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, condom. <laughs> a Romanian man is under arrest on suspicion of eating another man's ear during a fight at a disco. <laughs> alleged to have pulled 20, the 23-year-old man's left ear from his head and <gasps> chewed on it. Ow, 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 ow. The victim is said to have fainted from shock at the disco. Some witnesses claim they actually saw the attacker chew and then swallow the ear.
4: He may have advanced illusionary schizophrenia with involuntary uh, narcissistic rage, but he is a very gentle person.
3: Well, he faces a jail (laughs) sentence. Three to seven years if convicted. (laughs) On an offense of corporal mutilation. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but he's a very gentle person.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's what his friends say.
0: <laughs> right on. We're back. That was sweet, Dark Side Dave. He just gets them nuggets and whips them out. It's his style. Hey. Hey, Beth.
3: Hi. How
0: you doing? Are you still nervous about Psycho Dan, or you feel a little better now?
3: No, I, I just want him to be 100%. I, <clears throat> I noticed that instead I'm of wearing little- his... Signature contact lenses, which I didn't know he had. He now, because of his eye disease, has to wear... Would you call those Coke bottles? I don't know. You know, he'll admit it. I was
0: being nice enough not to mention them.
5: Yeah, you were, because I think they look... I thought they were his mother's glasses. (laughs) Oh, that's not
2: right.
3: I actually think that they look good. I really like... I like the way you look in eyeglasses, too, Nick, but you never wear yours.
5: Yeah, well, mine have, like, two inches of dust on them, and I think the prescription (laughs) needs to be changed. I mean, a lot of guys are wearing glasses now, It's fashion thing D. I like it. But um cycles look like I mean, it looks like he has the same eye problem as his mom or something? I'm telling you, it works. (laughs) It's a statement, man. They look like his mother's glasses. You know who
3: you are. I I think they look good. Psycho just sent
0: the message says it's nice to be back.
3: I mean, Dark Side Dave is practically walking into walls. He has gone so long without getting the glasses he desperately needs because he thinks he's going to look like a dork. Wait a
0: minute. I had no idea all these people wore glasses or needed glasses. Who wears glasses here? Psycho Dan wears
5: glasses full-time because he's wearing contacts. You, Nicholas? I've been wearing contacts since seventh grade. I mean, I've had eye problems for a long time.
3: And without them, you really can see see nothing. No, Sean?
8: Yeah, I'm supposed to wear contacts, but I haven't been wearing them at all. But, yeah.
3: Beth? No, I have... um of perfect vision.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dark side? Yeah, I'm supposed to have been wearing glasses since I was a little kid. And you've
3: never worn them?
1: Uh, I had them. Until maybe about the age of 15, but they kept getting broken and stuff. And, uh, oh my God,
0: I'm hanging out with a bunch of dorks,
1: Lockwood. Well, What's going on here? I don't wear them. I'm not a dork. No, I'm I'm ki- what what about boy. you, son? I'm kidding, glasses.
0: I just, but I'm 46. i just got driving glasses mm. recently. Oh, that's right. But that's you showed them thing. to me
3: in the garage once. I did. I showed you. They looked fine. I think glasses they, look perfectly fine.
0: <laughs> I'm gl- I mean, nothing wrong with wearing glasses. I just didn't know all those people were wearing glasses in this film. In this
3: I went through a phase where I wanted to get glasses because so many people had them and I thought they were cool. I'm well past that now and I'm very thankful for having the vision that I have, but (laughs) most people need them at some point anyway.
0: Suzette has always needed glasses and her mother bad woman, bad, bad woman there, uh, Mrs. Garciulo. I mean, I loved her dearly, but this was wrong. She didn't get them for because she thought they looked bad. Like she didn't encourage her daughter to wear them
2: Wow, and insist their daughter
0: wear them yeah so i mean from a very young age she was it was that they they make you look dorky or studious or whatever so she either didn't get them for her daughter or didn't encourage her to wear them because i think she got them when she was very young and then never they never followed up on it and when i met her i mean she has a really bad eye problem suzette and worsening with age so i you know one of the first things i did was like we got her glasses. She would only wear them when she was reading or something like that. But she really should wear them all the time, and she doesn't. Um, Jesse, minor, minor, minor reading glass kind of thing. I think he, um, Cody, where has eyes are not great. He should wear glasses most of the time. Shane's fine and what have you. But but I just I had perfect vision, bit more better than perfect. Lockwood, eagle eye. My dad is going to be. <laughs> Dead Eye Dan. That's what he used to call wow. me when I was a little kid. That's right, because I was a crack shot with the gun. But I don't know how one No you can't hunt. Dark Side's not wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all you deer, don't bother hiding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dark
0: Side's looking for you.
3: Come right out and dance in front <laughs> of him. <them. laughs> <Mr. Magoo. laughs> no <I'm> kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, Dark Side, you've done it again. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, okay? Um,. This Sunday, something cool's going on, and uh, I'm flattered, quite honestly. Radio 104 is having a special night down at Rookie's Sports Bar and Grill in Cromwell, Connecticut, celebrating the premiere of Twisted Sister Behind the Music. You can join Nick and Darkside Dave, who are going to be there from 8 to 10 p.m., at Rookie Sports Bar & Grill in the Kmart Plaza in Cromwell, Connecticut. And they're going to be hanging out. And Rookie's is going to offer a free buffet in a designated Radio 104 section. What do you do? have to show you a D-Euro to get in? Yeah, no. It's open to the public. Where the VH1 premiere will be shown on a large screen TV. Nick and Dave will have signed D-Signor Radio photos, D-Signor Radio t-shirts, hats, and D-Euro stickers. So come down to Rookie's Bar & Grill in Cromwell uh, and hang out with the guys and, and celebrate... You know, it is pretty cool. It is a pretty cool thing to, you know, to to have a, a career that's being acknowledged in some, to some extent. Uh, for one, But then again, you know, you think of that a Tiffany behind the music and it kind of just completely negates anything that I just said. <laughs> but um, it's cool that, that you guys are going to be hanging out down there. And if you're wondering, you say, well, how come D's not there? Well, truth be told, we were discussing doing something, um, something even bigger, you know, with the premiere of it, I mean, hey, I'm your guy, and uh, it's a national television event, and it's a big deal in this country, you know, and uh, it, it's, and the radio station wanted to do something big, but I don't know what they said about me, <laughs> and I, I haven't seen it, and uh, quite honestly, there could be some surprises in there, and uh, I might need a... A few moments to gather my own thoughts and my own uh, emotions and my own opinions on what has just transpired. I mean, I got wind that Mendoza told told a story uh, that there was uh, the rec company was trying to basically put a hit on me and have me beaten up and my legs broken, which I did not know.
3: It be a little disconcerting to hear stuff like that in public.
0: Yeah. I mean, I heard that when they asked me about it on the interview and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: didn't know that.
0: I didn't know that. So, and I mean, and so, uh, you know, to be in an environment where you're surrounded with hundreds of people and you're watching you're hearing things uh, and I think that the it kind of, the people kind of go on about me quite a bit. I've just, my gut tells me since I was being asked questions, well, they said this and they said that. And what do you think of this and what do you think of that? So, anyway, I really said, you know what? This might be something better viewed in the privacy of your own home uh, with your loved ones. And uh, before I figure out when I hear for the first time what my fabulous bandmates hey, maybe this is said about me and maybe this is the solution to the reunion that's threatening <laughs> maybe after Sunday it'll be off again I don't know but Nick, Darkside, they'll be hanging out at Rookies join them and other peeps and watch the Twisters to Behind the Music we'll be talking about it on the Monday afterwards and uh, get some t-shirts and photos and hats and stuff like that okay alright uh, alright taking a break coming back Next up on the agenda is the news. Beth Lockwood, what's going on?
3: Well, we've got somebody throwing his hat in the ring for governor. I'll tell you who that is. Also, what do Paul McCartney, Fidel Castro, tennis player Goran Ivanevich, and our very own Nick Lentino have in common? I'll tell you that.
0: Uh, halitosis? Think
3: about that. Maybe. <laughs> That's not what I have down here. <laughs> also, compare your barbecue habits to those released in a new survey. Interesting. Could the Loch Ness Monster be dead? One scientist speculates on that.
4: (laughs) How bad would that blow? (laughs) Also. The thing floats to the surface.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a power juggler beats his own world record. A preventative for diarrhea. Nick, this is not a newscast that you have to hear. Awesome. Also, the largest assembly of Groucho Marx lookalikes about to happen. Might want to get in on that.
4: Love that guy.
3: And I'll tell you about some changes for the Miss America concert or er, contest. Who was voted the most horrible movie villain of all time? And news on a Facts of Life reunion. Uh.
0: Very exciting. I've, <laughs> I have some information on that myself. Um, and uh, you know what? I mean, this was... Uh, doesn't surprise me either. Nick just informed me while you were talking that uh, Todd Thomas, when he first got here, tried to have a hit put on me, but Scuba <laughs> Stephen Bildo never followed <laughs> up on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he put his best man on the case.
3: Dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. <laughs> okay. Taking a break. Coming back. And I think, wait a minute, yes, people, hold on to your seats. We've got Woolkit Country Fair passes to give away where our own Nick will be hanging out and partying. And I got news for you as far as that goes, bro. You're in for a surprise. Oh, yeah? I know why. They wanted you at the Woolkit County Fair. Okay. Country Fair. I'll tell you when we get back, okay? Okay. Uh, Stick around. It's ds Radio. It is Radio 104.
6: WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Making music that means something. D. Snyder Radio. You
1: may not love me now, but I can try, try,
6: try. On Radio 104. Oh, now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're off to a good start. On Radio 104.
0: Yeah, but if it chicks crapping on your chest, isn't it a hot, hot collar? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that different?
3: I've never heard of either terminology. I know
0: there are people who like, uh, you get a steamer dumped on them every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) You know people? No, I know that there are Uh, people who... (laughs) This is
2: uh, where it (laughs) all begins! Uh,
3: People would be amazed at the juvenile and sophomoric discussions that go on during commercial we're outside
2: no. they'd
8: we're, be
0: angered they'd say why aren't you sharing
8: these I with I guess us? maybe D we're sitting outside Nick and I are having a cigarette and Darkside says I really have to go poop <laughs> and then Nick goes Nick goes hey Sean for a thousand dollars would you let Nick go poop on your chest Darkside go on his chest not me Hypothetically Yeah Hypothetical You know And I'm saying no I would never do that And they're telling me No you're a liar You would There was ten $100 bills here You'd let Darkseid do that to you What if it was like A really good looking chick Nicole Kidman maybe Let her take a dump on you I don't know. It would have to take money. Oh,
5: Sean.
3: David. Oh, it yes. would take a
5: second. It would take nothing but for her to t- drop her pants, spread them, and go on you. Oh, that's so gross. I don't want to talk about
0: that. So dance. what's the advantage of having her dump by you? That you get, like, a bullseye view of the action down
8: there? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've never done it. Ask Nick. He's the one who came up with the question. I'm not okay. into that type of stuff, but I could
5: just, you know, Sean's... A Interesting, per- you would think of it though.
2: Well, I, uh, <laughs>
5: Sean's a pervert, first of all, so I would. He's think a that pervert. I'm excited to. Yeah. So I think that he'd <laughs> yeah. be into something like that. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't want anyone taking a dump on my chest. Good for <laughs> you. But you, but, man. If it, <laughs> but I mean, if it was a really must be so proud. But if it was a really good-looking chick, like amazingly. Sexy. I would, I would like a Penelope Cruz. If you know she had to go to the bathroom, I would lay down on the floor and say, "Okay." Oh. Does
4: it, does it, you know the what? sex appeal
3: dissipate? Completely. Beth, there's something like that.
0: <laughs> I don't care. I don't care how hot she freaking is. <laughs>
2: you would duty, be- and, and just,
0: <laughs> d- duty, weak, it, it sort of lessens the attractiveness. You're right, Beth. Well, yeah. thanks. Don't, don't, su- don't surprise Glenn.
2: <laughs> you would. Don't I worry. hear you guys
0: like this kind of thing. No, we don't. <laughs> Just these idiots talking about it.
3: I'm so glad that I don't smoke, that I don't have to go out there and get involved in those discussions. Yeah, well,
5: you would think that it would diminish the sex appeal, but, um, you know, I mean, just it the was. fact that Penelope Cruz is squatting over your chest and stuff. I mean, I think okay. that would get a lot of guys pretty excited. She
3: cares about you enough to do that? Yeah. There's two
5: here.
0: <laughs> All right. think? All You're insane. You want (laughs) to meet like-minded individuals, I can introduce you now, okay? There are people I know who are into this kind of thing, and I just scratch my head and go, you know what, (laughs) who dropped you on your head when you were like one or something like that? What happened? Where did they go wrong?
8: Sadly, this is one of the milder conversations that Nick has come up with outside. (laughs) Hypotheticals. They've got their own hypothetical
0: show going (laughs) on over there. All right. Let me tell you something. You want want to meet this winner in person? (laughs) At the Woolkit Country Fair this weekend, Nick's going to be down there between 8 and 10 p.m. with Radio 104 merchandise. And, uh, and just come on down there. It's a whole day event. This, we've got a four-pack of passes to the Little Kid Country Fair that are yours by being called number 10 to 860-666-4444. This is not your granddad's country fair. This is new school. Nick's involved with some sort of wrestling event or something that's going on down there. Call now and win. And, Nick, I got a letter which might explain... Well, if it doesn't explain why you've been asked to attend... It certainly explains why you should be very careful. Okay. Maybe this will jar your ne- memory. From Eric in Waterbury's warned Nick about the Woolkit Fair. Dean, Nick is wondering why he was requested for the fair Saturday. I'll tell you why. I occasionally hang out in a couple of bars in Woolcott, and the girls up there remember what he said about them. Oh. And would like to have a little talk with him. Hmm do you remember saying anything about the Woolkit girls I seem to recall something I do also yeah uh, easy sluts all the above something derogatory yeah
5: something like that
0: there is one girl in particular I would look out for I'm not going to give you her name because I don't want her to kick my ass but she's about 5'7 long brown hair very nice body And a black belt in karate. (laughs) She's one of my instructors at a taekwondo school I go to. And Monday night, she saw the D-Euro stickers on my truck and stopped me in the parking lot. And told me she's looking forward to seeing Nick on Saturday. I know she's not a listener anymore because of all the stuff that Nick said about the Woolkit Girls only reason I'm telling you this is a warning. Good luck, and for God's sake, when she does approach you, just apologize and be nice for your
5: sake. Eric from Waterbury. Rough crowd. Yeah, I'll be able to uh, kind of use my charm on her, I think.
0: What about the rest of the ladies who might remember the, the slanderous remarks you made? I'll have to talk to them, too.
5: But the thing about Wolcott is... I don't know much about it, but I hear that they're, the women, they're a little bit looser. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Where do you hear that?
5: Just around. I mean, Cousin Chris is from that valley area. He's not from
3: them. anywhere near Wolcott. Oh.
5: I just like to say to Brittany <laughs> Lee
0: out there, Brittany, hey, Brittany Lee, put your freaking foot back on the ground. You stop listening to the show because something Nick said? Give me a freaking break. Who listens to him?
5: Yeah, really. So, yeah, takes anything he says seriously. I you can't be
0: that foolish, lady.
5: Listen, we're gonna have a good time at this fair. There's gonna be wrestling. I heard. I heard yesterday I'm gonna be one of the judges. All the people from Woka are really excited. I was, Come on, squeal! I was Please. asked to be there. Diaz requested for this appearance, so I'm gonna do my best to be nice and polite to everybody and have a good time down there. It's gonna I be. I think awesome. what
0: Eric's suggesting
5: is it might be a setup.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh oh I gotcha uh, at the end of the night I'll end up having sex with her or something you know that <laughs> I'm certain
2: okay. that will happen okay
5: alright um you know
0: what we need a traffic update from Psycho Dan before we get into the news Psycho what's going on
6: Katie Snyder
3: It's a bit less painful at the pumps lately. AAA is reporting the average price for a gallon of self-serve regular is down 12 cents from last month to an average of $1.56. Last year, the mid-July average was 16 cents higher. It is predicted, however, that as Labor Day approaches, prices will creep back up a bit.
0: Well, I'll say it once and say it again. It's amazing what you get used to. Mm -hmm. You know... I remember, I mean, listen, I remember when you guys were in diapers sitting on line for gas when they were rationing gas during World War II, Two, mm. and it was like 75 cents and people were just diving out windows, diving out windows at 75 cents, you know, and, and now it's a buck and a half, we're going, hey, not bad, not too shabby, <laughs> but, but on the other hand, this... I don't know if it was intentional on the part of the uh, the oil barons or whatever, but, you know, this summer is a big drive time, and it's kind of cool that the prices backed off a little bit. Mm-hmm. let gave give everybody a breather when we really needed it because the prices are definitely down, which is great. They were almost $2 a gallon six months ago, five months ago, whatever that was. Especially
3: you know? so, when all you have in your driveway is gas guzzlers. You know what I'm saying, D?
0: Wait do you see the <laughs> next one I'm getting. Next one's even worse. Oh, no. I'm looking at a new car. Can't use less than 93 octane.
3: Oh, jeez.
0: This is going to be a nightmare.
3: State Senate Majority Leader George Jepsen will today announce his intention to run for governor. The 46-year-old Democrat from Stanford will open a campaign committee, making him the first of what is expected to be two or three Democrats expected to throw hats into the ring.
0: Very exciting.
3: Yes. Israel is apparently continuing its campaign of killing suspected Palestinian militants. Sources say undercover troops today killed a Palestinian militia leader in a shooting ambush in the West Bank town of Hebron. Security officials say he had been involved in attacks on Israelis.
0: You know, I'm a big believer in an eye for an eye. I guess that's the half a heeb in me. Well, maybe. We, we believe that stuff instead of so turning the other cheek. But I'll tell you one thing. It definitely... Does not help.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, unless
0: you completely obliterate the other side, this goes on forever. It's yeah, eye for the eye stuff.
3: Exactly. Back and forth. Right, dark side.
0: Hatfields uh, versus the McCoys. Uh, versus the McCoy's, McCoys, absolutely. I mean, it you just never ends until one side is completely wiped down.
3: But even the Hatfields and McCoys, they're now having those reunions every year, so they settled their differences.
0: <laughs> Eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody's Somebody's got to step in, but it just keeps going and going. Good news is... That uh, Bobby Blitz and Overkill over there working with them on the Peace talks. So, uh, <laughs> we spoke to them yesterday. They're playing the West Bank Open Air Festival.
3: <laughs> well, I asked before, so you've all had time to consider what tennis player Goran Ivanisevic, songwriter Paul McCartney, Fidel Castro, and our own Nick Lentino have in common.
0: I said... Halitosis. That was my first guess. Not bad breath?
3: No. Okay,
0: let's see. Uh, stomach issues.
3: No, it's possible, but I don't have that here. Hmm.
0: Ugly feet.
3: <laughs> Maybe. I, I would think that by now, castros are a little rough. <laughs> but would it actually... You wear combat boots for four decades. Your feet would be
0: rough, too. Okay, what is it?
3: What well, it actually is that along with 10% of the entire world population, they are... Lefties, just like Nick.
0: Oh, young dyers, as we like to call them.
3: And did you know? You call them what?
0: People who die young. They die oh, younger, right? Yeah. Lefties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And did, did you know, Nick, that in London this coming weekend, they are having Left Handers Day, actually on Monday. Left Handers Day 2001.
5: Awesome. I'll get Clear Channel to you. find me out there.
3: It's not merely a celebration of. What some claim is the creative superiority of lefties, but it also want to raise awareness of the difficulties presented in a right-handed world. Hmm. A lot of companies, they say, are not interested in a small minority, even though it is 10%. Left Handers Day will feature a recital by a left handed concert pianist on his left handed piano. And also, they'll highlight the dangers left handers face when using power tools designed for righties. <laughs> That'd be an interesting demonstration.
0: Finally, Nick can be in a circle jerk where he's not hosing somebody down. <laughs>
5: I wouldn't have my Sorry. Pretty cool to be in the middle of that with Castro and McCartney and stuff. I don't
3: <laughs> think it that they're, they're all appearing. going.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, I thought they were gonna be there. I <laughs> thought they were gonna be there.
3: Damn. No, sadly. Um, the only thing that bugs me about left handers is when you get stuck next to one of them and you're eating dinner and you're constantly knocking arms the entire yeah. time when you're trying to cut.
5: I've had that problem before with people yeah. and stuff.
3: And you look a little weird when you're writing. Yeah, as you come around the side of the paper. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Is it live?
0: Are they showy? Left-handers. I mean, they tend to showy. really. Yeah. Well, when we write, my hand extends from my from like my side, mm-hmm. and I write. I notice left-handers kind of like they're protecting the paper. You seem to like bring the arm up around the paper. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, right. wrap around. Kind of like yeah. They come around the top and they approach it from the top. Like they're, stay away from my paper. This mm-hmm. is my paper. Yeah. I like my paper. So, is that all left handers or is that just Nick?
3: No, that's all of them. Yeah, it's Weird. Just
5: the angle. And you know then I mean?
3: you have other problems where you have to buy those spiral at the top left handed notebooks because you have to uh, you can't yeah. write over the spiral and then yep. you get ink all over your hands because you come across the ink when you write instead of righties where we leave the ink behind when we write. Ah, I don't so, know how you make it through the day.
5: Yeah, it's a pain I feel every day, but it's tough to make it through. so sad. Yeah. Just kill yourself now.
3: But they <laughs> do they do there With is a
5: left handed scissor.
3: There is evidence to the fact that that lefties are more intelligent and okay. some more creative than
5: righties. Yep, that's what we are. No, yeah, there are always left. exceptions Proof to the
3: rules.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're able to tap right into that left side of the brain.
2: Exactly.
5: <laughs> Just take a look, folks. There's yeah. a poster boy for left-handedness.
2: <laughs>
0: if, you, if your child is born a lefty, put him on a mountaintop and leave him to die. That's my <laughs> suggestion, if Nick is the result.
3: Well, there might be some evidence that Nessie, the Loch Ness monster, is dead. No. Yes. Robert Rines of the Academy of Applied Sciences says environmental changes may have killed off the famous monster, but he will continue his tireless search for her. I guess they think it's a female.
0: Wouldn't there be a... Huge carcass floating up on some Scottish, shor- Scottish shoreline beach.
3: What the hell is that smell? <laughs> they might notice. They might. I say,
0: look for the Scots standing on a carcass feeding sharks. <laughs> that may be nice. I have a
3: paper route, <laughs> Well, he's oh, just he- <laughs> He has no carcass, but he points to the fact that there is almost no vegetation left in some parts of the lake due to a hydroelectric plant and additional tree planting in the area, and they claim fewer and fewer sightings of Nessie since the 70s. They do say, though, they will not give up until they have exhausted their own search.
0: It couldn't be that this was a pile of crap from day one. (laughs) (laughs) It died. Okay.
3: (laughs) He's looking too.
0: What's he doing there? (laughs) That was a search. He's
3: searching. (laughs) An American mountaineer who lost both of his lower legs in a flying accident is attempting to be the first double amputee to climb Mount Everest. 45-year-old Ed Homer from Minnesota has arrived in Kathmandu and plans to tackle the mountain from the Tibetan side with a seven-member team. The expedition expects to arrive at base camp August 20th for the assault on the North Face. They hope to reach the summit in the first week of October. He's been climbing since 1975 and continues to climb even after losing his legs due to a plane crash. You can do it!
0: Isn't isn't it more of a drag than a climb? So far, <laughs> he's, he's the first man to be dragged up the side you,
3: of the mountain. You may remember that amputee who has missing one foot, Tom Whitaker, did reach the summit in 1998. Now, this gentleman who has two prosthetics and d- does, he's a, still very sporty is hoping to reach the summit. And I say more power to him because Just a flesh wound. I know that I would die before I made it to the top of that thing. With oh. both of my legs, there's You've no way. Respect that. I would never make it.
0: He's th- so he's not being carried. He's got the prosthetic legs. And he's uh-huh. going to use those to yeah. get himself up there. Those new prosthetic legs are, are amazing. Oh,
3: they really are.
0: Saw a guy at the amusement park yesterday who had. A, a f- he was wearing shorts, and he had a prosthetic leg, and it was above the knee. it went above the knee, so it had a knee and everything. It was, and he was walking around,
2: uh-huh.
0: unbelievable. And you know why that guy's trying to chop his legs off? Right. What's his name again? Or guy? Cut my own feet off, dot com, whatever it is.
3: Paul Morgan? Mm-hmm. Paul Morgan, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you, you gotta figure, he's got these wasted away limbs, can't even walk, and he sees these guys like climbing mountains with these new bionic prosthetics. You can understand why you'd want to get them damn things on mm-hmm. and lose those feet.
3: Well, listen up, Nick. A new study is revealing that white grape juice is the best juice to prevent diarrhea. Research at Miami's Children's Hospital compared white grape juice, apple juice, and pear juice and the effects they have on kids under two years old who are recovering from bouts of diarrhea. Now, just because this is toddlers doesn't mean you can't take this study and apply it to your own life. The study found that children who drank white grape juice recovered without any recurrence of stomach troubles compared to those who drank other juices. They say white grape juice has the appropriate amount of sugars and balance of fructose and glucose, which makes it easier on your stomach.
0: When you're sliding in the first And you think you're gonna burst Diarrhea
3: <laughs> Diarrhea <laughs>
0: When you're sliding in the third And oh, you feel you oh. got a turd Diarrhea <laughs> Diarrhea You ever heard that
3: song? Yeah, during the breaks You're supposed to make uh, Offensive noises, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, so you gotta go
0: The movie's called uh, Parenthood And they got, it's right at the beginning And the kid sings the diarrhea song Nick, you of all people should know the diarrhea song. You don't know the diarrhea song?
2: I, I don't know the diarrhea song.
0: How can I not know that? I didn't know that there was a diarrhea song. Oh,
3: yeah. When
0: you're running down the hall, and there's moisture on your balls. Diarrhea.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: diarrhea. That one's for you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: cool. <laughs>
0: you gotta get the lyrics Did you make for that. up that one, day? Yeah. When That's you why you're a lyricist. When you interrupt the show, cause you think you're gonna blow. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Diarrhea. Have whole new verses for you. That's
3: great.
0: When your first name is Nick and things are feeling kind of slick, it's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea.
3: Okay. It's like your theme song.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get the idea. Get the, <laughs> get the idea. <laughs> the diarrhea song. Well, well Darcy, you got to
5: get that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll make. Up I don't want to have words. my own diarrhea song. I got enough. Prob- I got enough problems as it is. I don't need you diarrhea. You refuse an offering. I'm a
0: professional for god's <laughs> sake i've sold millions of records
3: he just wrote you two verses
2: great you and Your suzette would verses. be the
3: only people for whom he'd ever written a song <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> granted it'd be very different
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you suck in on my never mind uh, let's take a break here <laughs> and uh, we have to interrupt the news because we just need to gather our thoughts and take a commercial <laughs> break. We'll come back with more stories. So do stick around. Don't go nowhere. It's D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Radio, one, Radio
6: 104. What is Nick an idiot? I heard voices. That makes sense to me. D. You. Snyder Radio. Can you give me an example of that? Radio 104. We have a very
4: special guest for you tonight.
6: <laughs> now, now back to D. Snyder Radio. Enjoy this and stick around on Radio 104.
0: Tomorrow on D-Signer Radio, it's Ask DSR. Your question's answered. So uh, do send them to us at CaptainHowdy at clearchannel.com because we really want to help. Don't we, Beth? course we want to help and uh, by the way be sure to check out one of our one of your own zalman the legendary peep zalman he's on who wants to be a millionaire tomorrow night
3: we have to find out if it's seven or eight o'clock that that comes on
5: no it's definitely not seven it'll be eight, eight or nine or eight or nine o'clock okay and we'll be
0: recapping on friday but check him out i mean uh, you know we don't know exactly how he did. He's uh, has a gag order, but it'll be, it should be interesting. Zalman is a character that I'd love to see Zalman and Rege facing off. <laughs> Me too. Regis and Zalman. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> you want to check that out for sure. Oh, by the way, we, we got to figure out a scheduled day. Um, Suzette and I want to have you guys, you know, over the house for a little Decenter Radio barbecue thing. Got to find. Keep forgetting to mention it. I just remembered now. So we gotta like figure out a, a date that we could do it. I know Beth, your dance card's filling up as you're on that runaway train to your nuptials. So it I might be, be able difficult. to fit you guys
3: in. See
0: if you can fit a in. I will think about can it. Stay, is it a sleepover?
5: <laughs> Why do you gotta make it dirty? Oh, <laughs> it's time. not dirty. Something nice. No, it wouldn't be dirty at all. It's just you know we have a sleepover and then like you make us pancakes or
3: something I like that really in the morning. really think Suzette wants us all staying at her house? <laughs> About that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. She might not mind you and Glenn, but Nick, I don't know. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean anything dirty by that, you, you dirty minded people out there listening. <laughs> hey, Lime Rock Park. <clears throat> They're having a vintage festival on August 31st through September 2nd. Vintage what? Vintage cars, of course. Lime <laughs> Rock is all about cars. It's where this Skip Barber Racing School is. A beautiful part of the state, too. If you would like to go, all you got to be is. Call number 10 at 860-666-4444, and you'll win a four-pack of passes check out the festival. All right? And the passes are good for one full day of your choice. 31st, first, second. You get it, right? And of course, they're not. they wouldn't dare have it on the third because that's Labor Day, and that's when 104 Fest is. We don't like conflict here at Radio 104. Call now. Win the passes. Enjoy the show. Got some uh, reaction right here, Beth Lockwood. Um, people really seem to enjoy hypothetical, hypothetically, okay? Uh, of course, Michelle Z was on the floor, but she said she, we were discussing, you know, Dark Side Dave and one thing led to another and a conversation about him walking in on his parents, bumping ugly, just sort of went back there because we're talking about, uh, what was it? If you could see a film of your conception, tasteful right. of, you, of you being conceived. And, you know, hearing that story we brought up again yesterday, uh, she said she found herself wondering, however, what the hell kind of position were Darkseid's parents trying to do when he fell off onto the floor and his wet willy was like oh. waving and waving around? Have you thought of giving that much
1: thought, Darkseid? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Positions. <laughs> that makes it worse. Do it in oh. the butt.
4: Oh, 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 the flesh! <laughs> I
0: have to gouge out my eyes. It was uh-huh. that scorpion's album cover with the two forks embedded in the guy's eyes. Blackout. That's going to be me. Where's the forks? Uh-huh. Um, P.S. This is actually. It says the topic of lack of female grooming back in the day was discussed. Remember, we were saying that it wasn't trimmed down there and stuff. You'd be looking at the birth and your mom's big bush and everything hanging out. I remember. Um, but uh, Michelle says, didn't they shave them completely before they gave birth back in the day?
2: I'm pretty I sure. I think she's that right. Bush!
0: I think she's right.
3: I think she's right, too.
0: I think she was. they, they, they shaved them down.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like an animal. Sheared them. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, I'm going to save that his letter. <laughs> Cannibalism. That came up. This is all part of hypothetically. Yesterday, you say if you weren't listening, you're saying what? Watching your parents doing it, cannibalism. It was your questions, people. You sent them to Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com, and we we played with them. Okay. By the way, Chris from Madison won the four pack of tickets to the Vintage Festival at Lime Rock Speedway. So stop calling now. We'll have more to give away tomorrow. Um, his letter that says D. While listening to the to Hypothetically this morning, I must say I was rolling in my car laughing. The question regarding cannibalism caught my attention at one particular point when Dee stated that a human is not, quote, the other white meat. This is not the case if cannibalistic islanders from Fiji and New Zealand are to be believed. See, Beth, there are a few cannibal tribes down there, or those with cannibalism in the history, and they have a special term for the vote. Marivo- in the Maori vocabulary for the white missionaries that were sent there in years past, pakina. Directly translated, pakina means long pig, referring to the meat of the missionaries, mm. comparing it to pork, the first other white meat. So if you take, take it from subject matter experts, human flesh is, in fact, the other white meat. Don't ask me why I know this, signed Jeff's Games.
3: Well, I feel better then.
0: You're a sick bastard, that's why <laughs> that's why you know that chess games uh, speaking of cannibalism, Genghis John says d well it's just as just as we all thought Nick will be dead before Beth will let any part of him touch her lips
3: <laughs> <laughs> interesting observation Julie noted.
0: <laughs> Oh, here's what it says. Um, D, I must agree with most of the peeps that wrote in about Darkseid's parents. <laughs> I moved back home at age 26 after my divorce and subsequently have been subjected to not only knowing my parents are having sex, but actually being forced to hear it. My room is right next to theirs, and the walls are way too thin not to hear it. I feel for you, Darkseid. My condolences. Condolences. Signed, Gothic Angel.
2: Yeah.
0: And the last letter is
1: from, so at least you didn't have to listen to it, Dark Side. Well, it, it got worse last night.
3: What do you mean it got My worse? My mom
1: called me, and all kind of irked a little bit, and she's like, well, how would you feel if I told you we'd do it two or three times a week? I'm like, I hung up on her.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Mom. Why is she tormenting you? I don't know. Let it go, Mrs. Wallace. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> man!
0: She, she actually started giving you more information
1: Yeah, I, I literally hung up on her I said, alright, I gotta go and click Your parents
3: are like <laughs> rabbits
1: Dude, I'm telling you, they're sick people
0: Because they're having sex, they're <laughs> sick? No, because they're telling me about it, they're yeah, sick that, That's uh. a little sick, Mrs. Wallace Okay, we, we don't begrudge at boning and stuff <laughs> It's just that you can't be telling your son about it It freaks us out Freaks everybody out when you hear your parents are doing it. Okay, and the last letter comes from Doc B. Subject, hypothetically speaking. D, let me get this straight. You happen upon Nick practicing the breaststroke in his own fecal matter in the corner of the bathroom, and the first thing you think to do is call me? <laughs> Thanks a lot, D. I'm still getting therapy for my last encounter with Nick's rear end. <laughs> your instinct to call a doctor was correct, but you missed the obvious. You really wanted to call Doctor Duty, not me. That's Who great. else better to extract Nick from the five-foot cable that he has wrapped that he's wrapped in on the bathroom floor?
2: Yeah.
0: And he says seriously, though, he of course would be available to rescue Nick, <laughs> any event that something like that happens, Doctor so always there. Well Jennifer from Milford says Jeff's games games is wrong, Jennifer, how do you know so much about cannibalism? <laughs> it's
4: not so much cannibalism; it's more New Zealand. Oh, okay. Um, Jeff was wrong in that the Maoris are not cannibals. It was the tribe of people that lived in New Zealand prior to the Maoris that were cannibals. And they ate most of the Maoris, not white people.
0: (laughs) They ate the other tribe.
4: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, and how do you know so much about New Zealand, Jennifer?
4: Because my mom's from there
0: okay beautiful have you ever been there and
3: that's how you yes. pronounce that i always thought it was maori now you tell how do it's you pronounce maori maori yes hmm.
0: Ma- good to know it, it, i've been to new zealand one of my favorite places i've ever been to yeah,
4: it's a all my country. travels
0: gorgeous yes, gorgeous is. country and yes. very inexpensive leather goods as a matter of fact okay <laughs> thanks for the call jennifer No
4: for-
0: and i'm uh, oh, sorry I mean to cut you off there girl um Yeah, okay. I'll let you know what we need. We need a traffic update and then back
7: to the news. Psycho Dan. All right, this traffic update is brought to you by the LEI Jeans Endless Summer dance party. Alright, traveling on 84 East, still a little bit slower on the Park Road curve. 84 West, you're back in over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, slow going from exit 34 into downtown. 91 North, that accident in Enfield has been cleared, and 91 North is now running smoothly. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 4, getting up to the flyover. Traveling 91 South into New Haven, slow going from exit 4 into downtown New Haven. 95 South, still slow from exit 53, pretty much all the way up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 is heavy, traveling through Waterbury. At 751, I'm psyched out this Modern record Report on Radio 104.
3: Well, the internet search engine Ask Jeeves carried out a survey of barbecue habits, and it revealed that 42% of the population believe men are, quote, masters of the meat. <laughs> 31% say... <laughs> Don't
0: hang that out there and say we're masters of the meat. Hey, 42% <laughs> you know
3: of the population thinks that.
0: Talk about barbecue?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Women, however, 31% view their roles as the brains of the barbecue, if you will, the people who do the serving and the cleaning and the general presentation of all of the food. Also, 11% of people believe men monopolize the booze at a barbecue, and 4% of males admitted to actually passing out face down at some point during a barbecue picnic.
4: (laughs) Uh, You mind if I have a bite of your uh, hot dog? 66%
3: of the population has admitted to having some type of food poisoning after attending a barbecue. 56? 66. Oh, definitely.
0: Definitely. You know I mean?
3: It's so difficult
0: to cook chicken through with a normal barbecue. And ultimately, it's usually raw in the middle and burned on the outside with most barbecues. And we chow down on it, and, and you get sick. No doubt. So, Darkseid, you passed out on a
1: barbecue already? Uh, It's been a while, but yeah. I've <laughs> had my bouts with with uh, the barbecues, yeah. Nick? Oh, yeah, definitely.
5: passed out before. And, and he's a
0: relatively young man. Think of the years of passing out you guys have ahead of you. Cool. <laughs> years and years. I've never passed out, but as far as master of the meat, I'll tell you what. My wife is sort of, uh, yeah, she's, uh, I was master of the meat
4: where's the beef
0: but then she got hip to the fact that really I was destroying some really good meat quality <laughs> meats out there <laughs> I, I like to think I'm master of the meat and I like to play with the barbecue and burn st- you know f- fire's cool but she got really hip a little while ago I said wait a minute everything is friggin' burnt to a crisp give me that damn tongs I'll do it so a lot of times she's sort of like you said she's the what, she, what they say the women are the, the brains Mm-hmm. So I'll sit there, you know, and get the fire going, and I'll throw the meat on and stuff. But then she'll come at the very end and say, you know, let me get in here before you destroy this completely. I pay you money for this damn
2: steak <laughs> <laughs> So it is true,
1: Darkside. How's your cooking skills? Oh man, I am a great cook, dude. See, who yes. he thinks he is. Oh, no. macaroni and I cheese? I made the <laughs> best pork ribs last night. Oh, so tasty.
0: See? on the grill?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm oh. I'm good like that, dude.
0: In the kitchen or on the grill?
1: Uh, last night was in the kitchen, but I've done them on the grill. They came out perfect, awesome, tasty. Yeah, I, I,
0: I'm, I'm not as good as I once thought I was, quite honestly. Do
1: you boil but it first? Like, you know, when you're doing like chicken on the grill, do you boil it first?
0: Well, that's what Suzette, see, that's the, you know, you're very in touch with your feminine side. It's a nice quality. Uh, I try. It's, that's, uh, that's one of the things that Suzette, that's one little hint with yeah. pork, you know, microwave it or especially chicken so the inside gets cooked up mm-hmm. and then you just finish it off on the grill. This way you don't take a chance of giving your guests trichinosis.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never get a thank you card after that.
3: parting gift.
0: <laughs> Had a lovely time. Here's a smear from my my stool. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, scumbag.
3: Well, a Slovakian man has beaten his own power juggling world record by juggling three balls, each weighing six and a half pounds. Milan Roskov topped his own record by more than a half a minute by juggling the balls for seven minutes, seven seconds. Your
0: balls are showing. <laughs> How many balls did he juggle? Three.
3: He's already made it into the Guinness Book of Records D-net. on ten separate occasions. He made an average of 180 throws a minute during the fourth Slovak Juggling Championships. Total combined weight of the balls during his feet, 8,300 pounds. Although there are no official international power juggling competitions, the sport is increasingly popular in Slovakia.
0: He sure can handle balls, that's you for sure. sure
3: can, D. You sure oh, can.
0: Oh, Sean, you're jumping there. You're telling me you can uh, <laughs> juggle more balls than that
8: at one yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, four. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I can do.
2: You can do better well, than yeah, that, chin. Yeah, you use, the chin,
8: you use yeah. the chin, now. You use the chin the bridge of your yeah. nose. Yeah, across my chin. <laughs> it's exactly what I do. Uh,
3: I how? I don't know
8: if that's legal within the rules, <laughs>
3: that
8: extra. I hope we can look into it. I would love to be a part of it.
3: How does the innocent story about <laughs> juggling <laughs> become so dirty? <laughs> <laughs> nice demonstration, Nick. <laughs> well...
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: he does <laughs> He always brags about that too <laughs> Yeah that's that's really, Something I'm really proud of <laughs> hit
8: Extremely balls. proud Told
5: Todd yesterday
8: Yeah
3: <laughs> 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 Okay For <laughs> sake <Sick. laughs> A group of Groucho Marx lookalikes Will be kicking up their heels in New York City On this Friday To form the world's longest chorus line Of Grouchos Happening at 10 a.m. sharp, more than 20 lookalikes will roll up their pant legs and make like the Rockettes in front of the Hideaway Cabaret and Supper Club. Organizers hope to also get passers-by join in the record-setting venture by giving them paint, mustaches, glasses, and oversized noses. The stunt is being organized to kick off the national tour of An Evening with Groucho, a one-man comedy show starring lookalike Frank Ferrante.
0: Dark side's dad going down there, you know, but he's just going to get the mustache and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> in on it now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wallace wears glasses and says, hey, is that a nose glass combination? Whoops, <laughs> sorry.
1: Uh, he's, not, he's vowed revenge, fellas, just to let you know.
0: <laughs> hey, aren't I allowed to say something being a big nose myself? Because I get all those wisecracks. Is it, is, it,
1: is it any cooler coming from a big nose? Yeah, I guess oh, he doesn't oh. take it well from Nick, so but I you're guess you're see. kind of excused.
3: And you're not really even in his league. Yeah, oh you're not on the same level, D.
1: All right, next story. <laughs> you got
3: you
5: a nose, but I mean, it kind of fits your face. This guy, it's just like, I don't know how he keeps his head up, you
2: know what I mean? It's just <laughs> <laughs> how he I'm see. turning off his mic. You're He's dead
3: coming. man, Nick. You know that.
0: <laughs> dead man walking.
3: <laughs> well, a Canadian man who bought two cars at auction found movie scripts inside of them and discovered the cars had actually been used in a film. Bill Chartier's 11-year-old daughter was cleaning out one of the cars when she discovered scripts for the movie Framed, filmed in Winnipeg last year, starring Sam Neill and Rob Lowe. So, wait a minute,
0: what happened here now? I'm sorry, I, 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 I didn't ca- I didn't understand the the scripts were lost?
3: No, this guy bought a couple of cars at auction, and when his okay. daughter was cleaning them out... She found scripts for this movie, Framed, filmed last year in Canada, starring Sam Neill and Rob Lowe.
0: Right, right.
3: Now, apparently, Rob Lowe, they did some investigating and found out, filmed a scene in this car for 20 minutes. And the scripts just got left behind. No big deal. So, they also found in the car a bunch of Popsicle sticks. And then they read an article in People saying that Rob Lowe loves Popsicles. So, they decided they're going to keep the scripts as souvenirs. But what I want to know is, where are the popsicle sticks?
0: Oh, all licked on by good old Robbie boy.
3: I mean, those have got to be worth some serious money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> to the Ravelo Nagatok uh, <laughs> fan clubs. <maybe. laughs>
3: We'd kill to have those. I'm sure you would.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you would. I gotta
3: get those popsicle sticks. <laughs> Well, the Miss America pageant is borrowing elements of Survivor and other reality game shows to punch it up for this year. Pageant officials hope the updates to the 81-year-old contest will draw more viewers to a telecast that has been slipping in ratings in recent years. Among the changes, contestants who do not make it to the top ten will be able to cast votes for the finalists they think should win, similar to the way they do it on Survivor. Also, the five finalists will be quizzed on current events, American history, and U.S. government. A wrong answer would count against them in their final scores. They'll also be renaming competitions. The swimsuit will now be known as lifestyle and fitness, and the contestants cross the stage in bathing suits. While they do that, a video illustrating how they stay fit will be shown.
0: I think if they're going to borrow from any show to improve ratings, I know it's being sexist, but they got to borrow from the man show. <laughs> Ask them those questions, bouncing on a trampoline. The ratings are going to go through the roof.
3: Oh yeah, probably. Hooters, hooters, hooters. You know I'm saying not really what the competition's about. <clears throat> no, some people it's not. Say, but,
0: but you know, show some. You know, drop, pop the tops. Forget about it. Skyrocket. You're saying if, if, if
3: what they really want is ratings, that's what they have to do.
0: Yeah, they're going to they're they're be hard-pressed mm-hmm. for ratings. For, it's
3: boring. Wait,
0: beauty contests are boring.
3: I haven't watched it in years.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't remember the last time I ever watched a beauty contest. I when I was a kid. I mean, there was a time when they were high-rated things, mm-hmm. but nobody cares about them. Honestly, nobody, boring. but clearly... They're just not keeping up with, the, with with this day and age.
3: Well, it used to be that this was one of the times where you can see a bunch of beautiful women and they were in bathing suits and high heels, but you can see that walking down the street nowadays.
0: Yeah. Sears catalog, Victoria's yeah. Secret's catalog, online. I mean, yeah. it, things are so much more risque. I mean, if they want to keep that kind of thing up and be competitive, they got to. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge what it really is. It's sex. They're selling sex, and if they're selling brains and ability and you know and talent, then just can all that cr- the bullcrap with the heels and the bathing suit and change the whole thing around and you know, make it something that's really showing intellect. No one's going to watch it, but, <laughs> but at least be you know be be true to itself, one way or the other.
3: Well, the website onlymovies.com asked people who is the all-time most horrible movie villain, and I have a list of the top 10. Thank here. you.
0: It's nice to be recognized. <laughs> well, Not there.
3: I only Well, I have a full list of the top 10. This again. I don't I don't see the Captain Howdy character.
0: Give me time. Yeah. Give me time. I will we'll be on the list. It'll happen. I may be dead, but it'll happen. All right, who are they?
3: Do you have any guesses? Most horrible
0: villains of all time. Okay. Anthony Hopkins, out of elector number one. With a bullet. There you go. <laughs> 40%. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was amazing.
3: You know, the reason amazing. I don't... The reason he doesn't scare me, though, is because he only goes after bad guys, mostly.
0: But he's genuinely creepy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really... You know, studied him because I thought this guy was really creepy. Villain. Horrible villain. Um, hmm. Anybody have any ideas? Hmm. You throw Kruger? in there?
3: Freddy Krueger is in the top 30. He didn't make the top 10, uh, though.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking that they're going to go less slashery and more like.
3: You're right there, D.
0: Yeah. You're more like, wow. Oh, like,
3: wait, no, sorry. Freddy Krueger's seven. He didn't make the top 10. Uh-huh. But top he's really 10. the only slasher, I think.
0: Yeah, like they're not going with monster guys. They're gonna go with like really bad guys. And uh, Nick, you have any thoughts? Uh,
2: Val
5: Drago, Rocky. That's <laughs> <laughs> not, not on the list.
3: No, <laughs> I'm sorry.
5: Ernest P.
0: Wall, <laughs> Ernest, scared, stupid, or any of his, any of those movies.
3: No, I'll give you the top no. ten. Number ten okay. was Dracula from the Dracula movies. Uh, Scorpio from the Dirty Harry movies which I've never seen came in at number 9
0: I, I swear to God I was going to say that guy I swear to God I think that's the first Dirty it. Harry movie this guy was so creepy did anybody see the first Dirty Harry? He's mm-hmm. a guy who kidnapped yeah. a girl and buried her in a box and he had himself beaten this guy was so vile I can't. I, I swear I was going to say that one go ahead
3: uh, number eight was Cyrus the Virus from Con Air, which I didn't see. I thought that was the uh, Cyrus the Virus. Oh, I saw Con Air. Wasn't that? Um... That was with the Nicholas Cage. I think.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 That's uh, what's his name? Jo- uh, that was John Malkovich.
3: Oh, he he can be really creepy.
0: He's very yeah. creepy, John Malkovich. Yeah. Number
3: seven is Freddy Krueger. Number six is John Doe from the movie Seven.
0: Uh-huh. Oh. Kevin Spacey, unbelievable. Yes. Oh,
3: I haven't seen that. I, I I mean to get around to it. See,
0: that's he's another just really like yeah. sort of calm, quiet guy.
3: Number 5, uh, girl power, and I agree with this one is Annie Wilkes from Misery. Oh, yeah. Kathy no, 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 no. Bates. She Excellent. was pretty pretty bad in that you movie. You see where they
0: went with this? See, that's what I felt in in in, in my movie that mm-hmm. people that are you could, that aren't like imaginary characters are a lot scarier. Mm-hmm. If you think they could really be there, you know? Go ahead.
3: Number four was the Sheriff of Nottingham from the Robin Hood movies, which is pretty high for him, I think.
0: Yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah, go Number ahead. Number
3: three is Norman Bates, who, I mean, Anthony Perkins is just about as creepy as they get in that movie.
0: You know, he's his own mother.
3: I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope I didn't ruin it for you.
3: I mean, at the end, when he's in the police station and... That look on his face when he's, you know, he's not even going to swathe the fly. And he's so insane. He's really great. Uh, Number two is Darth Vader. Very creepy. And then Hannibal Lecter. So that's a really good list. Yeah.
0: 40%. Yeah, that's that's pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Who shouldn't be on there? Somebody on there. eh, The Sheriff of Nottingham.
3: Yeah. He's the only one that I thought didn't fit.
0: He was a bad guy. Although Alan, what's his name, played it in the movie with um, Kevin Costner, and he did a great job. This actor Mm -hmm. was in the was in the first Die Hard movie.
3: Oh, plays the bad guy. I don't know his name, but he is creepy.
0: He's great. He's in Dogma. He's he's a great actor. Mm -hmm. He's he's he played a really good bad man.
3: And finally, it looks like there will be, after all the long-awaited Facts of Life reunion. Oh, my God. Production is scheduled to begin next month in Toronto on a TV movie to air on ABC. Original cast members Charlotte Ray, who she's got to be up there by now. Min- Which one's
0: Charlotte Rae? The, oh the, the, Mrs. Garrett. Right.
3: Mindy Cohn, Kim Fields, and Lisa Welch will have all said they'll take part. It's not known whether Nancy McKeon will appear in some sort of cameo role. According to Variety, the movie will focus on Natalie's character asking her former classmates to reunite after she receives not just one, but two marriage proposals for Natalie. Which one's Natalie? The Heavy Set Girl.
0: The Blonde?
3: No, that was, that's Blair. Natalie oh, Bla- is Mindy Cohn. She's the heavier girl on the show.
0: I didn't watch that show. I was oh. already past the age where I realized what crap bitch. a program like that was. <laughs> But yeah, they all plumped up together. Actually I saw the Blair character. She looks really good. Mm-hmm. She's like a she, yeah, she's a holy roller now. I, I thought
3: I heard that about her, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, she goes around the country, you know, preaching and stuff, but she she's married, she's got some kids, she's she seemed pretty happy. Yeah, well she said the actor actress the one that's saying won't be there or they don't Nancy know if she'll McCain. be there. That she's out. She's saying that basically she's the only one who's got an actual career going yeah. of any kind and she's trying to be taken seriously and it's been very tough to, to shake that mm-hmm. image, that facts of life thing, so she's not coming back.
3: Well, I did hear that the Blair character will be just as bitchy as she ever was, that the writers wanted to make her different and that she had grown up and matured, but she said, no, I'm going to stay the same. Up?
0: Well, Sean is volunteering to fill in for the uh, for Nancy McCann's character. Which character was that? Joe. Joe. Yeah. yeah. He's got the
8: size, got the half. <laughs> got to shave you down a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Cover up the tats, but I think you can pull it off, man. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm going down there today for meetings.
3: Baseball yesterday. <laughs> Seattle over the Red Sox, six three in eleven innings. Yankees over Tampa Bay, five three. San Diego shut out the Mets, six zip. Partly sunny, high in the mid-80s today. Tonight, clear, low around 60. Tomorrow looks great, some sun, and into the mid-80s. It's 65 at
0: 8.09. I'd just like to read this letter from Fresh Frankie before we take a break, because we've uh, got Sagan Zivas on the way. Um, it's, it's regarding Darkside Dave's dad. Okay. And he says, oh, D- I says, I really do think it's unfair that Darkside's dad is being teased about the size of his nose, and he can't defend himself. I did catch a glimpse of his dad at D-Day 2, but I couldn't see his face because he was standing behind a tree the whole time. At least I think it was a tree.
2: <laughs> Funny!
1: <laughs> Very amusing. Do you have to read that crap? Seriously? You're poor dad. <laughs> <laughs> poor dad. You didn't ta- you
0: didn't, in a meeting yesterday, you didn't say moratorium on, on, on dad knows jokes.
1: <laughs> you guys suck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you, are poor you calling guy. for one? <laughs> Poor guy. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, you know, D is along almost along the same level. But oh, as far on. as you and Nick, should really probably back off a little bit. Nick, okay. shut up, Nick. I only said
3: one thing, and I apologize profusely for it. Only
1: after. one thing, right? Only one. But see, <laughs> one
6: coming thing. from
0: you, it meant there was so much more weight to it, Beth.
3: I know. I still feel bad about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can
0: tell. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Taking a break. Coming back. I your father. must be very proud of you. The way you stand up there, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Get the to your
0: points. Where's the way the you represent.
1: Where's the other shoe? You're a good son. No. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to drop.
0: No, I mean, if I was, you know, I would be proud if my, if people were, you know, were cracking jokes about me and my son was saying, hey, that ain't cool. Cut it out. Blah, 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 blah. I would say, hey, you go, boy. Stand up for the old man. All right. Uh, Saga Zivas is next. All right. Take a break. Coming back. Anything I got to give away? Nope. Life's good. What, Nick? You were going to say something? Uh,
6: no, we're cool with giveaways, too. Sorry.
0: Good. Stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It's
6: Radio One Hundred Four. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. <laughs> D. Snyder Radio. Oh,
3: what better way to celebrate?
6: On Radio One Hundred Four. <laughs> Got the message. Now back to D Snyder Radio. Impossible. Now you know the truth. D Snyder Radio on Radio 104.
0: Uh, you know what? Do me a favor and head on over to radio104.com and check out the peeps poll this week. Answer the survey questions so we have a nice sampling for the family feud this Friday. Okay? We want to we want your opinions on important things like Darcy Dave's dad's nose and you know, mixed genitalia and all those pressing questions. Inquiring minds want to know, but I want to tell you about something that I want you to know about. This Sunday is the premiere of Twisted Sister Behind the Music at 9 p.m. on VH1. And Radio 104 is having a little get-together for the peeps at Rookie's Sports Bar and Grill in Cromwell, Connecticut. Nick and Darcy are going to be hanging out from 8 till 10. Rookie's is in the Kmart Plaza in Cromwell. And uh, they're going to be celebrating the premiere of the Behind the Music on Twisted Sister, my old band. And rookies will be offering a free buffet in the designated Radio 104 section, where the VH1 premiere will be shown on a large screen TV. And Nick and Darkside are going to have signed East Side of Radio photos, T-shirts, hats, D-Euros, and what have you to give out. Everybody's invited. Free admission? Yes. Come on down and hang. This is a big deal for me. It is. Why am I not going to be there? I'll tell you why I'm not going to be there. We we're going to do a much bigger premiere thing, but... I have no idea what this thing is going to contain. I mean, I know what I said. And Beth, I, I, much to my wife's chagrin, I was painfully honest. You guys will be stunned. I've told you how broke I was in the 90s, but I give the gory details.
3: I may not not want to see you right away until I've had time to digest
0: it. Not not numbers, but like, you know, I mean, hey, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. I sold my body. That didn't work. Then I went and actually did some other jobs. Um... And but I have no idea what these lunatics in my band said about me, and uh, I, I may take me a little bit to regroup and gather my thoughts before I, the onslaught of questions on Monday. I mean, I know how to handle any questions about my own personal comments, but like I guess I, I got to ask one question if, in a follow-up interview. Mark told us that um, the record company had a hit put out on you. Like what? <laughs> well, not to kill you, just to break your legs and arms. Oh. No, I didn't know that. Wouldn't have stopped me. That was my response. (laughs) That wouldn't have stopped me. But uh, (laughs) just made me madder. But anyway, so I I, I'm gonna watch it in the privacy of my own home, my wife with her eyes covered. (laughs) Going, oh no! What did you say? What did you say? Uh, Some reactions I want to address right here, Beth Lockwood. Oh, so anyway, please go down. All right, everybody, gather, have fun, at my expense. Uh, (laughs) Twisted Sister Behind the Music at Rookies in Cromwell, Connecticut. Nick and Dark are excited to be there. It's going to be fun, okay? Let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan before I get some reaction here to my interview with Sebastian Bach yesterday. Psycho, what up? Well, yesterday, Sebastian Bach called in, as you know. Uh, He sang a song on the Twisted Tribute record, which came out yesterday, Twisted Forever. He did You Can't Stop Rock and Roll with the Guys and my old band. They backed him up on it. It's kind of cool. And uh, he called in and we got to talking about Rocky Horror and what have you. And Bob Barb Boucher says, if Dee and Sebastian did Rocky Horror together, it would be history. It would bring in a whole new audience. And Mrs. Grizzly Adams says, Sebastian was awesome this morning. I hope you both get the parts in Rocky Horror. That would be too cool. And get John Bon Jovi to sign on, too. Let's not get crazy, Grizzly. <laughs> Mrs. Grizzly. And uh, there's a letter from Rich in Control. It says, D, concerning Broadway, don't do it. It would be great seeing you there. But like you said, sleep for three hours, work, then sleep for another three hours. You'll never see your family that way. It would be a great loss if you left the show. All the peeps in Connecticut would be crushed. Um, well, as far as that goes, my family wants me to do it.
3: And it'd be a brief run.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one month. It would be a bitch. No, they're like pushing me to do it. They just, Suzette and the kids, they think it'd be cool. And they say, you know, you can do it, Dad. You know, and they're like, it's okay. You know, we could deal with a month of, you know, not seeing you that much and you killing yourself.
4: You can do it.
0: We'd be, pr- they'd be proud, you know, that I was in it. And uh, they, a feather in my cap. And they, as fans of the Rocky Horror show, they really want to see me in it. And I spoke with Sebastian after the show. We talked at length, you know, uh, performer to performer, you know, all the BS aside, you know, because when you're on the radio and stuff, you know, you got your game face on. And, um, you know, we both have a, he, Sebastian has his uh, issues with the with the part of Frankenfurter. Um, put it this way, he'd definitely be acting, okay? Uh, he was like, man, to play that role, I mean, Frankenfurter is a flaming bisexual. He said, I would really have to... Sub- To be acting, he goes. But I am an actor, and I think I could do the role. But he told me that he was not in at fighting in fighting shape, and it literally will take him a couple months to get ready to take that role on. So there's no way he'll be doing it, say in September, which is what we're discussing. Uh, so I talked about it. You know, we talked a little about it about you know me doing riff raff and him doing Frankenfurter And I'm going to meet with the rocky horror people tomorrow night when i have a big powwow, and I'll get a clearer picture of what we're, we're talking about. But you know, I might say to myself, you know what? If I'm going to do this for a month, maybe maybe I will. Maybe I'll wait for Sebastian, and it'll just be that much more fun. We're friends. Mm-hmm. We've always we've always wanted to do something together. We're both singers, so the opportunity to be in the same band singing. Are slim and none, but to do a show together would be awesome. So uh, I'm at this big meeting tomorrow. I said, Look, let me talk with them. But he said, you know, he, said he would love to do the show with me. And I'll see if uh, maybe it's something that I want to put off for a couple of months till Sebastian's ready and then just go for the, the kill. You know, put the rock in Rocky. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Bringing it back to Broadway, bringing the metal to Broadway. Broadway will never be the same. If me and Sebastian do the Rocky Horror Picture Show for a month, that would be just too cool. Okay, um, so I think I got this. Any questions, Beth?
3: No, I think. Am I think, covering uh, everything? It'll be good. See what happens when you have your meeting tomorrow.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, of course I'll let you guys know. Tonight, of course, is the big autograph signing. Me and the four other members of, well, it's five together, uh, of Twisted Sister are reuniting for uh, an autograph signing session on Long Island in Valley Stream if you feel crazy and you want to come down. People are traveling from all over the country, apparently, and they're expecting thousands of people. It's supposed to start at 6 o'clock, but because I really can't stay past 8 o'clock, and I, for some reason people aren't believing when I tell them things. And they're expecting this huge crowd, they're panicking, so we've moved up to five o'clock start time, even though they're starting the line at one for the, for the session. So uh, people are pretty excited about it, and that's kinda cool to see that you know, people getting that fired up about the whole thing. It's pretty interesting because it just, if I do this autograph signing session, you know, I'll do hundreds of people, okay? I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I did one of Tommy K's and there was like, line was long. There was like four or 500 people and I signed for a couple hours. You know, I, I spent time talking to people, taking pictures and what have you. If the guys in Twisted Sister without me were to go out and sign autographs,
2: mm-hmm.
0: th- they'd be hard pressed to do a hundred people, honestly. Yet all five of us come together and it's thousands of people. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know it's it's in this case you know one and one equal 100 you know it's bizarre just you know like separately I mean you, of course I, I, I could draw people but not like that put the, put the name Twisted Sister in front of it and have all five guys there and it's like pandemonium it's awesome actually <laughs> but it's interesting but it's interesting observation just you know it just you say wow how's that work but it's cool Nick gonna, what's up are you gonna dress up
3: no
5: Nick not
3: even not even a little rouge or lipstick well if I was
5: an old you know like an SMF I'm I'm not an SMF so it's a little bit different but I mean I did grow up in the 80s I watch MTV and if I lived in Long Island or was in the area and Twisted Sister was doing a signing I would just be like cool I grab my camera and I go down there and I would almost expect it like full on
0: well you would be wrong then. And, uh, you are slightly challenged mentally that you would think that. Not
3: even the bone?
0: No bone. I mean, Nothing. Twisted always made, a, made no bones about it that we, uh, you know, you looked at every album cover and we're with makeup and without makeup. Anytime people saw us off stage, anybody was paying any attention. You saw us without makeup. Hmm. Okay, so nobody wears their stage gear to the autograph signing no, session.
3: What about Kiss? they don't are you going to at least blow out your hair
0: no I'm not blowing (laughs) out my hair (laughs) blow out the hair that would be so cool we may be wearing our colors though we may be wearing our colors pink and black no we all have these like denim vests with Twisted Sister have you ever seen them
3: I don't know. I, they, I mean, I think like, Swiss Sister's colors as being the hot pink and the black.
0: No, they call them colors when you're in a gang or a club mm-hmm. and you have uh, jackets with, uh, with the, the rockers, you know, and the, and the logo on the back on these beat-up denim vests. They're badass. We were like the first ones to have them. Now you see other bands they have Bon Jovi's got them and Black Label Society and all these bands we were wearing for years. Oh, So oh. we may actually break out the colors. Cool. Because when we, whenever we were off stage, you wore your colors. Mm. You were in Twisted Sister Man, and wherever you went, you
5: wore your colors.
3: Is that a little Mother better neck?
5: Yeah, I like that. I didn't know that there was any, you differentiated between like stage gear and like, I don't know, your like street stuff, you know? Well, you can't wear like- that
3: stuff to the grocery store that you <laughs> to parade around in on stage. Uh, They'd lock him up. Yeah, that's true. No offense, dude. You're a
0: funny man. You're a funny <laughs> man, Nick. <laughs> so cool. uh, you got a silly little thing. I hear uh, Stephen Pierce is still walking around at his stage gear <laughs> coming any day now, right? They're gonna be there?
2: Yeah. Next no, weekend.
0: Uh, Stephen, my yeah. old bros. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. What are we gonna do here? We are we gonna get the songs Vance or uh start the game? Um yeah, we might as well. Okay, there's a chance that this might get interrupted with an interview. Uh we haven't said anything about the interview because We've learned our lesson. So uh, if an interview comes through, we'll stop and uh, we'll talk to this person. Uh, and uh, and then we'll uh, come back and continue Sagan Savas, right? Yes. All right. Well, then let's fire it up.
1: And now, the Snyder Radio presents America's favorite game show. It's Sagan Savas. Here he is, your host with the most, Psycho Dan. Oh, yeah. Keeping
3: yeah. Him- today, Psycho, that I was the only one who cared whether you lived or died.
7: Not Keep true. in mind that you weren't paid for the last two days. Y- yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's interesting to keep in mind. Well, I do feel a little bit rejuvenated. I got my medicine. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm ready to go. I'm psyched. As you guys can see, uh... I have a pretty cool prize here.
3: Is that an action figure? This
7: would be an action figure. One David Duchovny (gasps) X Files action figure. That's right.
0: That is awesome. I believe that you have the matching...
3: Uh... I think I have the Duchovny already. <laughs> if you only it were a Gillian Henderson. Oh, no. I thought you had That's Julian right. Henderson. I think there are multiple Duchovny's. Yeah, it, it
7: is like the action figure. You know, it twists around. Mm-hmm. You can make his arms, make him dance, do whatever he wants. Well,
3: he's got to run away from aliens. So,
7: this is the <laughs> disco Duchovny. <laughs> yes. The disco Duchovny. <laughs> Alrighty then. All right, so Beth, you, uh, you swiped my little taxi check last week, so you were the big winner then. So this is what the order is going to be. It's going to be Dark Side. then Nick, then we'll throw it to D, and then Beth. Once again, let me r- remind listeners out there, if you guys know the answers, only if you know the answers, please call in, because everyone here has one lifeline, and chances are, everyone is going to use that lifeline. Oh no! Others sooner than the others. And Look you pack. can win a, a uh, Sider Radio prize pack. That's right. You can. Alright, so obviously this is my game show. I went out, I asked people general knowledge questions. <laughs> yeah, right. I am gonna play back no controversy. I am gonna play back their answers. You guys will simply guess the questions that I asked. If you come up pointless throughout this round, don't worry because we do have the Blitzkrieg <laughs> round. Alright.
3: General knowledge. Okay.
7: Let's kick off the general, general knowledge, knowledge question. Yeah.
3: yeah. That was a stretch last week,
7: psych. Alright, I reeled it in a little bit. Dark side, stop bitching, play the first clue for yourself. I believe that's a type of candy that people give out during Halloween to little kids who dress up as animals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Sorry. I was sure. Come on, what is it? Um, Tootie Fruity. <laughs> oh, that was kind of lame. Nick?
5: Huh. Uh, I don't know. An apple with a razor in it.
3: What? We <laughs> yeah, have popular. Oh, that's
5: Longmeadow. Longmeadow yeah. treats. And if colors. I see
3: Enfield kids coming over the border, <laughs> get the apples.
0: Jeez. D. Well, I'm going to get, you know, I'm just going with the obvious, even though I know it's completely wrong because your first clue is never on the money. Sure. What is candy corn?
7: Candy corn. Uh, no, not candy corn. You love
3: candy corn, day. That's and my
7: favorite. Me too. Beth?
3: Yeah, you like psycho? Oh, candy, corn. candy corn? I love candy corn. gives
7: you a sore throat after a while. But still, you can, can have all mine, psycho, because I don't like it. Awesome.
3: Um, I'll say Scooby snacks.
7: No. Uh, Good guess, Beth. You're getting you. better. All right, next clue, Dark Side. That's an exercise that apes do before they sing. It goes.
3: This <laughs> guy's the bane of my existence. <laughs> Come on, darling. Sally, what do you think? <laughs> oh,
7: <sighs> Believe it or not, that's a pretty accurate guess or answer. Um, um, uh, bananas? <laughs> 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 I'm not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Come on.
5: Uh, um, You've been terrible lately. Combine the two. I would say... Uh, Animal sex, uh-huh. crackers, so. animal
7: sex... Crackers? Animal
2: sex
3: crackers.
7: No. <laughs>
3: Very different <laughs> from the original.
7: All right, D. Can you jump on the board here? This is a, an exercise.
0: The, the, thank you, Ricky, for bailing. Ricky from Long Island bailing. <laughs> Wait, but I don't have an idea what they're talking about. Yeah, no life um Okay. Oh, what is tonsil
7: hockey? Uh, Not tonsil hockey.
3: Bats. What is jungle boogie? Oh,
7: Beth, you're, you're kind of close with one word. All right, Darkseid, play the last clue.
3: everybody gets a clue.
7: I know. This is going to open things up quite a bit. Go ahead, Darkseid. Those you find in a playground, and they're usually kind of like a concave shape, and little kids like to jump and climb on them. Jungle bars. No. Oh, Darkseid, I need the exact phrase. Nick, can you steal it? So it's gotta be Jungle Gym. Jungle Jim. Oh, no, you, you used the wrong term too. D? Oh, man. Do you know what Beth I'm going, I'm going, I know Beth knows it. The poker I'm going face. Lifeline. Is on. I'm going Lifeline.
0: Come on. Karen from North Haven. Karen?
7: Yeah, could it be mo- monkey bars? Yeah. There you no. go. Nice yes, job. Yes, Karen. Karen. Monkey Man. bars. I'm loving Karen. Monkey bars. Yeah. Good job, Karen. Although, D, I'm disappointed you had the to waste a lifeline on that. Take the point. Karen's got a prize pack.
0: Hold on, Karen. All right. We'll get your information. Yeah. All and right. Terry and Tony, if you knew it, well, sorry, another time. Try, go try again. Okay. I got a point. I don't care. I want the action figure. (laughs) All right,
7: let's move on. Play the first clue. I'll go mental
0: if you have candy corn next week, by the (laughs)
2: way.
7: First clue for Beth. When a person takes a lot of ecstasy, drugs, he turns into this psycho that goes around killing people, and eventually he he just runs so fast that he just passes out and dies. (laughs) I'll give you a hint, Beth. This isn't a specific person, but it's a type of person.
3: What is an acid freak?
7: (laughs) No. Darkseid. Speed demon. Speed demon. Wrong again. Nick. Retarded? (laughs) No. Not retarded. D. What is a mental case? Mental case. case. No. All right, Darkseid. Next clue for Beth.
4: That's the kid, Zach,
7: that's always playing with his Legos. Now, Beth, before you answer, I'll give you all a hint. Um, you work with uh, this type of person.
3: I do. Mhm. So what do you think? <sighs> what? What is uh? I <laughs> <a> rock star. <laughs> no.
7: However, you were close there. Dark side. Um. That last clue, Zach. Legos. That's the kid Zach that's always playing with his Legos. You know what Zach was called? Uh, Legomaniac? That's right. Is that your guess? <laughs> <laughs> Egomaniac. No! Not the exact word that I'm looking for. Nick. You're really close, dark Side. Uh, Egocentric? <laughs> no. Indeed. Yes. Somebody
0: we work with. What is a right-wing fascist a <laughs> hole maniac? Who
7: <laughs> would you be referring to? I don't know. Alright, well, I guess we'll have another clue played mm. for Beth. Thank he- you. Yeah, go ahead. That's someone who has a psychiatric problem with large objects. Large egomaniac.
3: What is a degomaniac? Ah. No. Sorry, dude. two lifelines. Two <laughs> lifelines.
7: Darkseid. Three lifelines. Dark side, you have a lifeline. If you but Darkseid, do you want to waste that lifeline? No, I think it's a megalomaniac. Yeah, Dark Side.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. A Legomaniac.
7: A megalomaniac. Got it. Nice job there. Alright, after two questions, Darkseid and D tied at one. Nick and Beth You're pointless Mr. Duchovny is waiting
3: Who are you referring to As the megalomaniac By the way
7: Me? No
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Oh yeah Who's
7: a megalomaniac Yeah wh- I don't even uh, know me? What that word means After uh, two questions We're tied at one You work with one Please come back <laughs> Please Wait a minute <laughs> All righty then So please come back We do have four more questions Then the Blitzkrieg ground. Don't forget Lifelines We need you folks out there to call in. If you know the answers, win a prize pack.
0: Okay. Got to take a break. Coming back in a second. Uh, with, uh, what do we got? Oh, oh, oh. Check this out. When we return, in-cd dash player from Action Auto Sound to give away. Just give away. In-cd dash
5: player. Should we give that away with a correct answer? Nick? Oof, um... We only get one to give away. Yeah, well the next oh. one gets a correct answer. Alright, we could do that. Cool. First person to get a
0: correct answer on a lifeline. I mean then we'll go back to prize packs. What the hell? Okay, cool. Make it a little interesting. Stick around. Guys, I think I think they didn't pull the rug out from under us. Yes! It's D Snyder Radio. Radio 104.
6: D Snyder. can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D D Snyder Radio 104. <laughs> God, an old humanity. We got a problem here. The Snyder Radio. I have to control it or it will control me. That's crazy talk. Now back to the Snyder Radio. I thought the Snyder died. On Radio 104.
0: Who knows? We may have surprise interview later on this week. But I do know, though, the Family Feud is coming your way later on in the week. So do me a favor and head on over to the peeps poll at Radio104.com and answer this week's survey questions so we have a nice sampling. Would you? Right now, traffic update from Psycho Dan. Let me tell you, we got a really cool prize to give away to the next person who gets a correct answer on Voss. Action Auto Sound all week long has been given away in-dash CD players on D-Snyder Radio, and we are loving that. And we've been giving away, we gave it away with what we learned today, yesterday we gave away to call number 10, but I figured, what the hell, let's give a really nice prize. So put on your thinking caps, people, during the second half here of Sagan Zivas, and you could win an in-dash CD player from Action Auto Sound. Let's do it, Psycho Dan.
2: <sighs>
7: all right, D. D. Hugh and Darkseid tied at one point. Yes. Nick and Beth, you don't have any points. However, They're D. Pointless. Yes. However, D. You don't have a lifeline. However, and <laughs> Beth, Darkside, and Nick both are all I should say have however. lifelines left. All right. Let's sure. Get, rub it in. Yeah. Let's get right back into it with this first clue for Nick. Go ahead, Darkseid Oh, he's an idiot that plays all his crazy music.
5: Yeah, <laughs> oof! That narrows it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, David Coverdale. <laughs> yeah.
2: would you have
7: accepted
5: White Snake, uh,
7: <laughs> I would have. So that's out. What do you think, D? Oh, it's my turn. Yes, it is. Idiot who plays all this crazy music. Mm-hmm. So he's an
0: idiot. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that's a matter of opinion. I mean... Well, he's a, mus- uh, a musician, I... at least. You got that. All right. It's, so, it's a musician. He's so telling us he's a musician. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say, who is Marilyn Manson?
7: <laughs> no, not Marilyn Manson. Beth.
3: I'm going to say, who is Julio Iglesias?
7: Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's out there.
3: Taking a totally different tag.
7: <laughs> yes. Hmm. And Dark Side. Who is Art Alexakis? <laughs> <laughs> Truly an idiot. i grant you that, but that's the wrong answer. Next clue for Nick. He's a very famous performer in
3: Las Vegas.
5: So he sounds like a Vegas performer. <sighs> hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> Tom Jones, you know? <laughs> It's not unusual to have no points, Nick. What do you think,
0: D? Cute, (laughs) Sega. Well, we do have a lifeline, which isn't available to me, just letting people know. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that this older woman, you know, I mean, what I failed to realize there is this woman sounds older. You know, Marilyn Manson, like, that's not even in her realm. She's thinking, like, the Beatles are those crazy rock bands. Who did you just say?
7: Who are the Beatles? (laughs) Oh, if that's your answer It's wrong However <laughs> <laughs> oh! But you're close I swear you are very close Beth You have a lifeline Although this last clue Might have Three lifelines right Three there. lifelines An idiot Maybe the Beatles I don't know Beth
3: Who's Ringo Starr
7: Wow There you go Beth Come on Ding, ding. I don't know why it's not playing. <laughs>
2: All
3: right. Ringo, that kooky Ringo.
0: <laughs> the old lady, I knew it. I'm saying, wait a minute. She's, she thinks like the Rolling Stones are the devil. Thank you, Dave. I mean. uh, Ringo, I gave you that one, sister.
3: If I win, Jesse can have the action figure.
7: <laughs> oh, you're a Man. kind woman. Mm. All right. Well, Nick, you are the pointless one right now. <laughs> However, it is Darkseid's turn, so Darkseid, please play the first clue for yourself. Remember, people, you still... Sorry, I was I say you're still
0: playing for an in-depth CD player. First person to get the next correct answer, the listeners, will get the in-depth CD player from Action Auto Sound. Go ahead, Dark Side.
4: It means that a lot of people are sticking their nose in your business and you tell them, in other words, don't push me.
7: <laughs> uh, what's back the F up? <laughs> <laughs> no, Darkside. But I like the way you're thinking. Nick? Mm.
5: Uh... Stay the F out of my way.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Wrong again. D.
0: Hmm. (laughs) I'm going to go with get out of my face. (laughs) Old school. I'm going to
3: guess that the F isn't anywhere in the (laughs) answer. And I will say... Quit being a Budinski. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
7: No, there's no Polish terminology not- in this answer either. Dark side, I'm afraid you're going to have to hit the next clue.
8: That's some
7: advice that you would give a guy just going into jail so that
8: he doesn't, you know, get it up the butt.
7: Oh, well, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> what do you think, Darkseid? So this is a phrase. Uh, What's having your back
5: against the wall? Uh. (laughs) No, that last clue. Nick, that last clue. Yeah, I would say, um, don't drop the soap, dude. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's what I was thinking too, Nick.
5: (laughs) Oh, D.
0: (sighs) Two lifelines, people. Yes. What does bending over backwards man? <laughs> ah,
3: that's a good guess
0: Steve, I'm sorry
3: Beth? I'm going to try to give away that in-dash right. CD player from Action Auto Sound Let's see. Who are you
0: going to? Mike from New Haven Dave from Southbury or Keith from Meriden?
3: Who's the most recent on the line? Keith Keith is my guy
0: Alright Keith Yeah, how's it going? Good man for an in-dash CD player Alright what do you think the answer is? Don't drop the soap.
3: Nick just said that, Keith. <laughs>
0: I'll give you oh. another try. I'll give you another try, Beth. Uh. Okay, okay. All Sorry, right, Keith. Dave. Go for Dave. Sorry, Keith. We, Nick already said that. Dave? Dave, this, it's Hello? D, man. Tur- turn the radio down. We're in delay. Um, is an in dash CD player from Action Auto Sound you're playing for? Help Beth out. She needs a point. Hello. Yeah, Dave, turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. We're in Whoa? delay.
3: Dave. Okay. Dave
0: Dave ain't here, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Do I lose my turn?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say
3: what is back off? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm <wrong>. sorry,
3: Dad. <sighs> I tried to give it away. Yeah. I
0: know you did. I know you did. Hello? Well
3: <laughs> what is this? Can you hear me? <laughs>
0: Oh. All right, Darkside Dave, we got three lifelines left.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could have a conversation between Forrest Gump and that other guy on the phone.
3: Sean, oh. you gotta tell him to turn their radios down.
2: That was, was actually long. probably Sean on the phone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hello?
2: Okay. Squiggy and
7: Forrest Hello. Gump.
2: <laughs>
7: okay, okay, okay. Settle down
3: now. Focus, Don't let bad guys win. Don't let
7: the bad guys win.
3: (laughs) I think
1: I know what it is. Uh oh. Never let the bastards wear you down. Oh, two Ah.
2: points. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby.
7: (laughs) 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 (sighs) Wow. And you still have a lifeline, Darkseid. Darkseid leads the way. Two points. Nick, you're pointless. You got a (laughs) lifeline, so you're hanging in there somewhat. Dee and Beth have one point. We got two more questions to blow through. Listeners, if you know the answer, Turn your radio down. Then call in. Okay, <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Play the first clue for Nick. Sexual transmitted disease that uh, was introduced in the
5: United States in the uh, early 1980s, <laughs> and it started with uh, people who were having sexual intercourse with certain birds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just certain birds.
7: The wrong ones, apparently.
3: <laughs> Clearly.
5: Mickey? I mean, it's got to be the Hiv, man.
7: <laughs> no. uh, how? It isn't. I'm sorry. Wrong answer. D.
0: All right. The guy would think it was <laughs> the Hiv. So he would say, what is H-O-V?
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> no. The H-O-V lane. Yeah, it's yeah. got nothing to do with the highways. I'm sorry. <laughs> Beth.
3: What is... Um, what is syphilis? Uh,
7: Wrong again. Dark Side.
1: I am going to try to give away the uh, N-Dash CD player, John from Waterbury. Wow.
0: John from Waterbury. John, it's D. How are you? Hey, what's up? Hey, man, what do you think the answer is? Dark Side Dave needs a point, and you need an N-Dash CD player.
7: Is it crabs? <laughs> oh. Good try. <laughs> Good try. <laughs>
0: no, John, it was not crabs. You do not get the, the industry up <laughs> from
7: Action Auto sounds. This is good
3: guess is all of ours.
7: Yeah, all right. I guess we'll need the next clue for Nick. That's what I call my girlfriend's butthole. Ooh, stinky. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh my God. This guy is killing me.
7: Imagine his poor girlfriend. Jeez.
2: Oh. oh. That <laughs>
5: hmm. Stinky ass. <laughs> Mr. Poopy Pants. Sexually transmitted disease. I would have to say. um, I would have to say. Do it in the butt. Come on, Nick. <laughs> yeah, and it's got to be. Uh, live <sighs> God, on the poop. it's nothing. No. <laughs> Just no. We've
0: gig. got three lifelines, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to go with what is Pig in the Poke?
3: Oh.
4: <laughs> Wrong. No.
3: Sexually, smi- sexually transmitted disease with birds. <laughs> Four lifelines. You didn't use your lifeline. I did. Bath. I did.
7: Yeah,
3: that's it. Um, I sort of did. I didn't really. All right. I'm
7: going to open it back up. I'm going to try to
3: give this away All right. to who's the most recent on the line there, D? Uh,
7: the
0: most recent is Scott from Vernon. I'll say Scott. I think. Come on, Scott. Scott. Hey, what's up, D? How you doing, man? We've hey, got an in dash CD bad. player from Action Auto
4: Sound, Scott. It's Nick's nightmare, to- herpes, or otherwise known as chirpies. No. <laughs> oh. Good guess, good I guess. guess. I want to give it
7: away. At least he answered the phone. Yeah, Nick, you do have one <laughs> lifeline left. Dark side, it's your
2: turn. Uh, five. I
7: think he's the partner in Pinky and the Brain. He's not the brain guy, but he's the,
3: the bigger guy.
5: I don't what? even know what that means. I would have to say, I don't know, um, gonorrhea-ass something. <laughs> no. Wrong.
7: D.
0: <laughs> okay, I think the word
7: stink is in there. Or maybe it uh, rhymes with that. I don't know. Okay. I'm not saying. Pinky, uh, What well, is pink eye? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: hey,
2: Oh, nice. Oh, one yeah. <laughs> that is so I am saying there's
0: Pinky in the brain. She said Pinky, the big
7: one. I know it's Pinky. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I got
4: a boy! F- yeah. All right, yeah. all, right. Really all right. Settle down. <laughs> guesses, for sure. <laughs> yes.
7: Settle down. We have one question left. Nick, you do have one lifeline left. So, listeners, you do have a chance to pick <sighs> up that in dash CD player. Okay? This next clue is going to be played for Beth. Go ahead, Dark Side. Very ancient practice
8: of martial arts, karate and jujitsu, all of those were derived from this very early form of self defense.
3: What is what is Tai Chi? <laughs>
7: no. <laughs> Duck side. Um
1: uh, I don't know, body odor. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, just throw the game,
6: why don't you? The earliest <laughs> form of self defense. Body odor. Smelling bad.
7: You have a lifeline, but there are none out there right now. Yeah,
5: I'm gonna have to go with the uh, full Nelson. Uh, (laughs) Very ancient. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Orient. Yes, I am, and
0: I'm gonna (laughs) go with a miss. Of course, you're misleading us. What is sushi? Uh,
7: No, uh, sorry. Two lifelines, people. Two lifelines. Next clue for Beth.
4: It's some kind of a religion.
7: That's it, Beth.
3: What is feng shui?
7: No. Uh, Dark side. Buddha.
5: <laughs>
7: Buddha. Crazy Buddha is wrong. All
5: right, let me go to the freaking lifeline.
7: <laughs> All right. Um, you
0: sure, you
5: want to use it now because
0: this is the first out the uh, gate here.
5: That's- I know, but I need help. Let's go to uh, ooh Crystal from Guilford.
4: Ooh, a lady.
5: A lady. It's a lady Crystal
4: hey, it's
5: a lady Playing for the In-Dash CD
0: Player from Action Auto Sound Where's Crystal From Guilford Crystal
4: Yes How you doing Good how
0: are you I'm good So uh, Nick could really Use a point Because he's blowing So uh Do you know the answer
4: I'm getting Taekwondo
7: uh, Good
4: no. guess Good
7: guess Nick you want another Lifeline Because so.
5: you suck Really bad today So we no, can't win anyway Stupid Lifeline huh? Yes I can win No, move on with the stupid game. Go ahead, (laughs) D. Wow, all right. D. Okay, okay. Uh, Can I have a lifeline? Yes,
0: (laughs) I can have a lifeline. Yes. Okay, we'll try and give this away. Let's go to Kelly from Coventry. (laughs) Kelly.
4: Yes.
0: I have no clue, and I would really like to win this action figure, and you'd like to win an in-dash CD player. So, what's the answer, Kelly? Oh, D. I
4: have no idea, so I'm gonna have to guess. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, what is being a Mormon? Uh, very good.
7: It was sorry. not even in the ballpark. Oh, thank you <laughs> All right, we'll move on to Beth. Well, we do move on to Beth yeah. here, but we'll have the last clue, and then everyone gets a lifeline if they want it. I don't care. That is the little green guy that ran around during Star Wars. He had
3: a lot of the Force power. What is Yoda? Yoda. Yoga? How could you? What is yoga? Yoga, baby.
7: Yoga. It goes to dark side because he's. (laughs) Oh, Beth! I
3: said it. No, you said Yoda. I said yoga. No,
1: you
7: (laughs) said Yoda.
3: And then I said yoga. That doesn't matter. After he said, "Oh, Beth, come on." Oh, that
7: was sloppy. All right. Well, guess what, folks. It's time for the Blitzkrieg ground. Nick is over here fondling Mr. Duchovny. I'm taking him away for the time being until you win him, Nick. All right. I don't want my Duchovny with a crap helmet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to start off right away with Nick. Nick, what's the most popular ride at amusement parks? Uh, Ferris wheel. No. (laughs) D. Merry-go-round. Yes, D. Three points. Moving on to Beth. What would you turn into if you looked at a Gorgon? Stone. Wow, one point, Beth. Darkside, what was the first state named for a native-born American? Connecticut. No. Nick. Uh, Mr. Wallace's
5: nose. <laughs> no, D. Massachusetts. <laughs> no, Beth.
7: Uh, Nebraska. It was Washington. Uh. Moving back to Darkside, if I could give my pink eye to any member of the morning show, who would it be? Sean. Okay, one point. <laughs> Moving on to Nick. <laughs> what day of the week do most railroad crossing accidents occur? Oh, always on Saturdays. No, D. <laughs> Tuesday. No, Beth. Monday Dark side Fridays No it was Sunday Moving back to Nick What particular lunch meat Does Sean prefer To have thrown at his ass Ooh sausage No (laughs) D Turkey (laughs) No Beth
3: Olive loaf Oh my god Beth You pulled it out (laughs) Nice job
8: Sean Can we have the final score All right. Well, the final score this week, Psycho, is Nick is the big loser this week with a total of no points whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. Totaled it up, huh? Dee and Beth are are next. They're tied for second place with three points apiece. And Darkseid, the cheater, is the big winner this week with a total of four points.
1: I'll take it. Thank you.
0: That's
2: it? He'll take it? Yay! Give yourself a round of applause.
0: You get the action figure, dude. All
1: right. (laughs) You going to give it to Connor? Probably. Yeah, I'll put it up in his room. Let him play with it and stick it in his mouth. Yeah, that I'll have him go caving in my dad's nose. Right, Nick?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Spelunking. <laughs> Spelunking. Come lose him in there. <laughs> Julian Anderson would have to come rescue him. On the floor. <laughs> He poor guy. started it. I didn't start it. He you threw
1: it in his one it, of his freaking hands. probably answers. going to
3: put him in my dad's. He nose. said my dad's
1: nose is a state in one of his hands.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. It's a commonwealth, you know <laughs> that.
1: That's <laughs> like crazy.
0: Hey, um and hey, you know what? We got to give away this in-dash CD player from Action Auto Sound. So, uh, uh and, and uh we should regroup and decide what we're doing next. So, uh we'll give that one Come back? Yeah. Nick? Okay, we'll give away that in-dash CD player. And uh, I want to, I see what you say there, but let's talk. We'll decide what we're doing next. I promise it'll be interesting. Stick around for more d snyder Radio. It's Radio 104.
6: It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D-Snider Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter There's something. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder. This is the privilege and responsibility we share. I'm Ray.
0: All right, tell you about the feud on Friday. Okay. Uh, well, we've decided what we're going to do with the program today. Oh, well, let me tell you first of all. About this In-Dash CD player from Action Auto Sound. I really don't have more details on that. But it's an In-Dash CD player. Which is awesome. And Action Auto Sound has been giving them to us to give away all week long. And we're going to give away one right now to call number 10 at 860-666-4444. Since nobody got a right answer. Actually, there was a person who got a right answer. We Uh, gave her a prize pack though. You got the prize pack. So call number 10. Call in. Win the uh, IndyX CD player. It's as simple as that. Um, plenty of reactions. Always reactions to things that we're talking about. Uh, Nick, uh, people were very taken with your spending habits, to say the least.
5: You remember the discussion on your spending habits, Nicholas? Uh, yeah, I seem to remember that conversation a little bit. Something about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, well, a uh,
0: letter here from Ethan Rivers from the Tuck says, "D, I'm sick and tired of hearing Nick complaining about how Radio 104 doesn't pay him enough. I used to feel sorry for him, but after hearing that he spends $6,000 a year on cigarettes and alcohol, I cry for him no more. You know, we would all love to be alcoholics and drug addicts. We would. Not that I. (laughs) But some of us can't afford Radio 104's rock and roll lifestyle. You should be ashamed of
5: yourself. A real working man, Ethan Rivers from the top. You feel shame? No, I don't feel shame about that. A real working man? I mean, you know, any habit that you do have over the course of the year is going to take a chunk of change, you know?
3: So well, like okay, if heroin you is one. your habit, I mean Well
5: everybody's got habits and stuff. It could be something else. I mean, Beth, you always get those, you know? Uh, Flossing. No, she no, Beth, you always get those like uh, you know, those uh dinner things, you know, the um what do you the lean cuisine? Yeah, lean cuisine. Yeah, so you spend a lot of food
3: morning. is my habit. Sustenance.
5: So it the fact
3: not. the fact that I say I spent $2 on my lunch every day is a bad habit.
0: As opposed to your uh, $10 spending on lunch or whatever you
5: spend every day? Well,
3: That's know, a bad example, Nick.
5: Cigarettes could be taken for a meal sometimes. He, you know what I mean? Uh, well, or, look, Allison from Portland says she learned something yesterday.
0: She learned, uh, she's a, and uh, she's a new listener, by the way. She said uh, she learned that if Nick saved all the money that he spends on booze and butts, he could have a hefty down payment on a four-wheel condo a.k.a. a new Civic (laughs) that's a lot of. that is a nice hefty Mm -hmm. down payment six grand on a car Mm, and you know we were talking about ten dollars because this all started with the fact that in India some employers were giving a bonus of ten dollars a month well Anita from Cheshire who's our resident Indian says I heard Beth telling the story about the company in India and if you're wondering how much that is ten dollars equals about four hundred sixty rupees Now, I was born and raised in the U.S., but I did my college over in India, and over there, $10 goes a long way. It can get you through a good part of the week, half or more than half of the week. It's like how useful $10 was in the 60s here in the United States. Food is real cheap, so is alcohol and cigarettes. Here's a fun fact that I think Nick would enjoy. They have cigarette stands on the side of the road all over the place, and you can purchase one cigarette for less than a penny. If you're desperate for a quick smoke, cool. See this walking down the street? Man, I want to smoke. One penny, please. You get a cigarette.
3: It'd be 20 cents a pack, Nick. I like that. How much more a day would you smoke if cigarettes were only 20 cents a pack?
5: Well, I don't think much more. No. No, I really wouldn't. How do you feel about curry? (laughs)
2: <laughs>
5: I don't know if I
0: like it that much. I hear Clear Channel's got a, uh, a station over there.
2: <laughs>
0: you get paid the same, but you'll be like a king cool. in India. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, this is what we decided to do. Yesterday, we uh, Sebastian Bach, formerly of Skid Row, called in. He sang a song uh, on my tribute record, not my tribute record, the Twisted Sister tribute record, and he called in to congratulate me on the release of it on Koch Records. It's in stores now, and we got into a whole conversation. We had a pretty good conversation about a lot of things. He's an animated guy. And He had a lot to say. We figured we'd replay it and share it with some of you listeners who, who tune in later in the day. Later in the show, I should say. By the way, Tracy from Wallingford won the CD player from Action Audio. So um, do enjoy Action Auto, I should say. So do enjoy that. But right now, I want to replay our interview with Sebastian Bach from yesterday. This is D Sider Radio. It's Radio 104.
5: All right. Do we have our uh, guest on the phone? Yes, we do, Do You
0: pick up the hotline, Dark Side? We do. Okay. Hello, Twisted Tribute Artist.
4: Oh, yeah, because I'm a sick mother. (laughs) Sebastian? I'm a sick mother edit this morning. Yeah, yeah,
0: thank you very much. Sebastian Bach, everybody. I know that guy's voice. What are you doing up this early?
4: Oh, dude, can I ask you a question? Why is it every time I do one of these radio interviews, a guy gives me the number to call? He says call at this hour, and it's always busy. Like it doesn't matter if it's Ted Nugent show, Dee Snyder. I've been calling for ten minutes, so like, don't shoot me out because I'm late or anything. All right? You're not.
0: You're you're like perfectly on time, man. I don't know Well, with this stuff. It's, just, it's producers. They, they always screw it up. They drop it. You
4: And say. then they blame it on us. And you're <laughs> like, man, everybody's waiting. Jeez,
0: you know? They blame it on us. They say, oh, those rock stars, they're never on time. And it, here it is, 8 o'clock in the morning, you're up and, and fired up. Are you up from the night before, or you just wake
2: up?
4: Well, dude, I know today is a very important day in... Uh, in Twisted History. Is it, can we say that? History. Twistery, history. yes. We, we can make <laughs> that up, right? Um, and uh, today, of course, Twisted Forever. It's the record store show, which I'm extremely excited uh, about. And uh, last night, I was actually, I went to your website, com, and I watched that uh, that commercial that you guys made, the uh, the Twisted Forever press kit where, where you guys are talking about all the bands and everything. So I got really. I haven't
0: even seen that, that, man. I haven't even seen that yet. But go ahead.
4: Oh, it's great, man. Go to, go to your own website. <laughs> download download yourself, and you'll you'll get right off on you. <laughs> I'll have
0: to do that. I wonder what I'm doing. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I find out what I'm doing, Beth.
4: Yeah, that's uh, right. So, uh, so, so so then I clicked on over to TwistedSister.com and spent literally two hours uh going over the history of the promo shots of twisted sister (laughs) one of the most funniest things i've done dude who is who is that guy uh um uh, max bell or something the black dude with the white makeup like who was that guy you mean in
0: that in played with Twisted in the early days? Yeah, yeah. Before I was in the band, that was Mel, Mel Starr. Yeah, we had a black drummer. Oh, I wasn't even in the band when he was around. Yeah, Shit. black drummer.
4: But wait, you're getting into, like, Al Jolson territory, when you got the guy with the white makeup on there, it's like, I don't think you could pull that off here in 2001. I'd like to
0: say that Mel Starr was doing Michael Jackson before Michael Jackson was doing (laughs) Michael Jackson, okay? He was ahead of... I don't know. I wasn't in the band. That was was a pretty wild time. Hey, man... um, First of all, Sebastian Bach sings "You Can't Stop Rock and Roll," and he does it with the Twisted Sister band. And uh, bro, you did a good job. You did a oh, good dude. job. You did that a good song, D on that.
4: From the heart, man. That song. You know, when I first started in rock and roll, when I was like uh, 14 years old or 13, that song was like the anthem. You know, of 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 rock and roll, and it still is to this day. And uh, I think it's hilarious that you've outlasted like you know Tipper Gore. A lot of the things that were happening then. I mean, think of how you went into Congress back then. And then here we are in the year 2001. Where the hell is Tipper Gore? She's having a cheeseburger, putting on 35 pounds with her husband. (laughs) And you're putting out a brand new record today, Twisted Sister Tribute. And uh, I think that kind of sums it up. It's
0: unbelievable. I'll tell you a quick cast-up rock and roll story with Sebastian. I told this one before, but some people may have heard it. I'm doing a club show with the smf band and the third song in we do you can't stop rock and roll is a song three in a 90 minute set Beth. and i start the song and in i'm in the song all of a sudden i hear like a roar from the crowd but it wasn't like the usual roar from the crowd it was misplaced roar and i'm trying to figure what's going on and i look over and sebastian has climbed out of the audience and he's gotten on the stage and he grabs a mic and he's duetting with me on the song <laughs> and it was amazing. But it was like, now what do I do? I'm only 15 minutes into the set, and I've already peaked. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so all, all I did all I could do. I said, good night. Uh,
4: and, and I walked <laughs> off. <laughs> well, dude, the first time I ever was experienced to, uh, to you know, the Twisted Sister ways. I was in, like, California at my grandma's uh, house in Walnut Creek. And they used to have this killer record store out there, kind of like kind of like Slip Disc on Long Island. It was called the Record Exchange. And um, I was like, you know, I was I was picking up that Wasp record um, Animal with the big saw blade on the guy's crotch. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty impressive uh, at the age of 13 or <laughs> whatever. But I was in the record store, and they had on in the store, I am I'm Me Single with uh, It's Only Rock and Roll, but I Like It on the other side, and doing the rap about a quiet boy. He was a quiet boy. <laughs> and you were doing that rap, and the, the the whole record store was like transfixed to your rap and just like with mouths hitting the ground and every single person store said what is that give me that I'm buying it and uh, I'll never forget that man so yeah it was a lot li- it was a live uh, version rock I, it's home, but I so like dirty, it dirty you can't even really talk about it but but it really summed up about you know the differences of, of people and uh, how the quiet boy will be the one to go get his daddy's pistol from the uh, for, or, we can't really get into we too heavy
0: here. And kill the family. It's always the quiet guy, Beth, who kills the family. You never hear it was the loud, obnoxious one like me and Sebastian. It's always the quiet guy. Gee, he seemed perfectly normal until he slaughtered the family.
4: That's, <laughs> he was quiet, boy. We're talking
0: with Sebastian Buck. Hey, Sebastian, different yeah. subject. Did you get my message about the Rocky Horror Show? About
4: the what? The Rocky what? Horror Show. Yeah no I, I heard that you were gonna call me about it or something, but i all right well, I called you, left you a message to call me because
0: they were telling me you were thinking of doing it. I'm thinking of doing it. I'm meeting with them on Thursday,
4: and I think if we did, if we both were in it. oh, forget it that, that yeah. but you have to play the part of the guy that married the dude. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know what? No, see, I'm dude. Not that talented. No, 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 no. I see you as Frank
4: Inferner. No, I well, really do. I I wanted so die, but dude, I went to see it, and I would have had to marry a guy on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so, if I'm that talented. Me, I don't know. I, you you know, know what? I'm not sure. Man man I'm that talented the either.
0: They asked me about that role. I'm going. I don't know if I'm up for that anymore. <laughs> There was there was a time where I grabbed on to that. No, but I'm thinking about either Riff Raff or Eddie,
4: oh, actually. Oh, me too, dude. I'm I'm, I'm I'm being, like, silly right now. I'm definitely thinking about it because the show is awesome. It is so entertaining. And it's so, it, like I went on a Tuesday night. It was completely jammed to the rafters. Everybody was screaming at the top of their lungs. And, was, uh, you good. know, I'm probably going to do it. But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a challenge uh, more than... Jekyll and Hyde uh for me like you know somatically. I have to get I have to wrap my head around the whole uh concept of a guy making a male sex slave and you know, you, so I got got I got to kind of understand it you know
0: Are you thinking about doing Frank uh, uh, not doing Furry, playing the part of Frankenfur, Are you thinking about <laughs> it? <laughs> Well, are you I'm thinking about, thinking
4: about it? it. I don't know. Like um, uh, Riff were they have talked to me about it. like all the rules. They've talked to you about. It sounds like if we could yeah. be in a Broadway musical together, I think that that would be the coolest thing in the world. I, I, See, I wouldn't be able to even imagine that. Can you imagine that?
0: No, I think I think we're tearing up, bro. <laughs> oh, We've never had a chance to work together.
4: The oh thing my! Is that- See, I'm a gonna... it right now, man. Don't even. That would be the. That would be the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. No, this is the deal. And kick the crap out of Broadway together. <laughs> listen oh, gonna, to me. I can't even. I'm a chief. Hold <laughs> a
0: second. Hold a second. Hold a second. Listen to me. See, I can't even. I can't even consider the role of Frank Inferno because I'm going to keep doing the morning show. Right. And I'm going to have to do split. I'm going to have to broadcast from the city. I'm going to okay. have to stay in the city, and I'm going to have to sleep three hours, do the morning oh. show, sleep three hours, do the.
4: Do oh, Dubai you Hora. are psyched. Called, dude. Yeah so I don't it's going that be... is a lot of hours, brother. You and I couldn't
0: watch. do it if I if I'm doing Frankenfurter, it's too many songs, it's too yeah. it's too power it's too heavy a roll. Right. Do Frankenfurter, man, I'll be your riffraff, bro. Oh.
4: I'm, I'm, it sounds interesting to me. I just got to learn how to come out on stage looking like Edith Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> I got to come out. In a, in a come on, man. You can shower, do it. Showers. St- Darcy, give me you, know, say, come you out can out do it. Like the his neck. But I, hey, I man, you know, I mean, if I could pull that off. You gonna, can do it. I think I can, man. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> I will be there to
0: hold your hand. I mean, I used to do that crap back in the bar days, wearing the fish nets and the... Yeah. And the go- oh, yeah, man. I, you know, the tough part is not, like, diving into the crowd and beating the crap out of somebody who says
4: something to you. But, well, you've seen the show about, how, like, how everybody, like, yells at the actors, right? You've seen, yeah, right? yeah, how, yeah. I don't I deal with that, <laughs> you know, because my, my response to that in a show is, like, you know... Stop the show. What do you got to say? You know? <laughs> exactly. You took lessons from me. No, no,
0: seriously. I'm meeting with them Thursday to discuss doing a role. Have you, I mean, just think about it. You know, I can't I'm, I'm do there, the Frankenfurter thing. I would do the Frankenfurter thing and you would do Riff Raff if you wanted to. But I can't do the role and do my morning show. So oh, I'm going right. to say, look, I'll do Riff Raff. I'll do Eddie. But if we were both in the show together, oh, we would tear it
4: up. I can't imagine the metal coming off that stage <laughs> on
2: <Broadway. laughs>
4: Just the, just the power and the excitement, like, oh, I can't take it. I mean, they would be going from uh, Luke Perry to Dee Snyder and Sebastian Brock together on the same stage. I Man.
0: We, we've never gotten a chance to work together. It would be cool. Look, you should call me. You've got my phone numbers. Call me. Um, Nick, actually, hold on. We're going to put you on hold. Nick, make sure he's got my phone number. Call me, because okay. I called you. all I've got is your stupid, uh, you know, your voicemail and your fax number. Okay? Okay. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I got it. I'll give you the number. No problem. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe we can get Bon Jovi to play the part of Brad.
6: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hey, well, dude, can you you tell me something? Why does Paul Stanley, every interview saying, oh, I was asked to do Broadway last summer, but I turned it down. And then I was asked to do it this summer, and I turned it down. And then I asked to do it uh, next week, but I can't do it. Why don't you quit talking about it, and why don't you do it? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know,
0: man. Hey, I hear that you're going to be doing uh, a super group with with Ace Frehley.
4: Oh, well, I don't know about the, I mean, you know, Ace has many, many plans, and that head of his, (laughs) you know, I'm there for the Ace, I mean, I love Ace, I also got a call from Nikki Six about putting something together that uh, could happen, but actually, I'd like my uh, fans to know that I'm starring on TV, on VH1, they have this show called Strange Frequency, uh, Movies That Rock.
3: Yeah, they're really advertising that a lot.
4: Oh yeah. yeah! Well, they they hired me to play the role of uh, the Reaper in this movie called Don't Fear the Reaper, and it's it's all acting and and um, I spent like three hours in makeup to transform myself into this character Death um, who um, who comes to this concert. There's this band playing like these satanic lyrics, and they they don't think it means anything. And then I like appear uh, over the concert and you know take some of their fans, and I don't want to give away the ending, but. You can sit down and see if I can act and make some popcorn and uh, really check me out. Uh, when is yeah. Yeah. What is that going to happen? When is that going to be that on? It comes on in like three weeks or something on VH1, Strange Frequency. Right. That's, uh, by the way, we're talking
0: with Sebastian Bach. And, you know, I, I saw Ace at the anniversary, 20th anniversary thing for MTV. Yeah. And he says to me, I'm putting together a super group.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I said, well, you need a singer. Give me a call, man. He goes, I already got Sebastian singing. I said, "No way!" Yeah. So I said to him, "I, I said, well, you got that job, Phil. Listen, if he gets sick and dies or something, call me." (laughs)
4: <laughs> but he is the funniest guy in the world. I mean, he, he when you go over to his house and jam, he's like, "Hey, Bobby, do not you come on up to the house? And I got Anton Fig and I got Richie Scarlet, and we're gonna we're gonna do some cream songs tonight. You come on up." <laughs> like, yeah. hey. And he calls everybody Bobby. What is Bobby? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> you know. But anyways, you you go up to his house and his rehearsal room. He's got like two houses. One is Seven acres. One is like four acres, and but his jam room is like in a closet. (laughs) Full PA, dude. A full PA, like just jammed in this tiny room that you have to literally wade up to your knees through, like computers, laptops, uh, motherboards, and digital cameras, (laughs) like all this stuff, you know. And then he says, "Hey, Bob, come on up at like three o'clock. We're gonna." rock a wall all night and every day. And then when you get up there, and you don't do anything till like 6 in the morning. <laughs> I got a couple... Okay, just hang on a second. You know? <laughs> and hey, wait a then, a it, It's so loud, it's just take your head right off, but it is a lot of fun, man. Ace likes it loud, that's for sure.
0: He officially, he announced he quit
4: uh, the KISS band. You heard no that, right? No way. Yes, really? he did. Yes. Jesus. He actually told JJ... Jay- are they gonna get some other guy to wear his makeup?
0: That would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna get Tom, uh, what Tommy Thaler. What's his name? Dude, dude
4: uh, what would that do to you? Like seeing that? Well, hey, I have to see that. Well, I'm still waiting for my guy to like hit the two,
0: but you know, I'm waiting for that. But anyway, <laughs> right, we're talking to Sebastian Box. Sebastian, call me because I want to talk about the Rock Horror show. I'm meeting with him on Thursday. We should do something. Okay, yeah, I'd love to with you. And man. thanks for the awesome job you did on the Twisted Forever CD. He sings oh. a Can't Stop Rock and Roll and and. I, I loved it. And, I, you know, hey, man. Hold on. I want to make sure you got my phone number so you can call me later on. Sebastian Bach, everybody. All right, yeah, all right. Thanks we'll for having me. Crank it up. Twist it forever today. <laughs>
4: today come on.
0: That's right. We're back. Interesting guy. Uh, I'm meeting with the people from the Rocky Horror Show tomorrow. Uh, big meeting. I'll let you know what goes on with that. I got to let Sebastian know, too. Take a break. Come back got some D-Mail to read. Uh, what we learned today is on the way. 104 Fest tickets to give away as well. So do stick around for more D-Snyder Radio, won't you? It's Radio 104.
6: D-Snyder Radio. i have had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D-Snyder. i seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D-Snyder Radio. I'm
0: trying to convince people that this
6: is actually happening. On Radio 104.
0: Okay, got some uh, good letters to get to here. But I do want to tell you the Radio 104 Fest is coming, people. Don't want to miss that, do you? It's big, it's bad, it's happening Labor Day at the ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater. 25 bands for 25 bucks. It's a good deal. Tons of great bands like Blink 182, Saliva, Alien Ant Farm, some 41. Fault line, our own fault line's playing. Crystal Method, Cold Stroke 9, Dave Navarro. Throne, local legends, Throne, Evil Beatles are going to be there. 25 bands, 25 bucks. Get your tickets now through all tickets.com locations. Meadows Box Office, Strawberries, Coconuts, LaSalle Music. Charge by phone, 203-265-1501. Purchase them online at Radio104.com. My God, the only way it would be easier is if you're a call number 10 right now at 860-666-4444. Because if you are, you'll win a free pair of tickets to Radio 104 Fest. And we will be there with bells on, signing autographs, and meeting the peeps. It'll be a good time September 3rd. I got this uh, voiceover gig I'm doing on Monday in Manhattan. I'm... Going to be uh, the voice of a villain on a new PlayStation game.
3: Oh, that's really great!
0: That's yeah, it's cool. cool. That's the kind of stuff my kids like. Really rate with my kids because they're huge, you know, fans of PlayStation and and video games and stuff like that. And I'm going to. Uh, so I, I, I actually, I, I know I'll give you more information what game it is and stuff like that. But I think the game's called Naughty Dog and one of my kids just went ballistic when he said, if that's, because I heard the message and said something about Naughty Dog and he said, that's the new Crash Bandicoot game and that's like, if you're going to be, and he named the character, the villain, that is so cool, I will freak <laughs> out.
2: I will freak out.
0: <laughs> I rate. I rate. Basically, they heard they their strange uh, Strangeland fans and uh, they want, they want the Captain Howdy voice. You do a new, I know you didn't have a chance to do a news story today, but that, girl that has uh, was uh, abducted over the internet and uh, lured in and tortured and stuff like that and sexually abused. You see that story in the news or didn't make it up here?
3: Where? She's down on Long Island? New York.
0: Upstate New York, I believe. It'll be national mm. soon enough. I invented that, you know. By the way, mm. Destiny... Congratulations, D. Thanks. Uh, won the 104 Fest tickets. Okay, so you can stop calling now and we'll hopefully have another pair to give away tomorrow. How about some d Right on. Well, first of all, to All Day, Every Day M-Day from North Country, who's been listening to Radio 104 for three years, is hardcore. She has one room in her house where the reception is barely there, and she listens through the static, religiously. Um, she's going away to school in Maine and is bumming. First, we'll miss you, too. But the good news is the uh, the Internet broadcast is just about... Back in action. So do check in to Radio104.com regularly from up there at school. And really, talk about any week now. And of course, I'll be letting people know when that's going to be happening. But they're, it's being installed through all Clear Channel stations around the country. They're going by city in order of its importance nationally. So, And they've got, my God, was it 1,800 stations? Something like I that? There's a lot of stations. I
3: it was somewhere around 8,000 stations. No, it's not
0: 8,000, Nick.
3: No. Eight hundred, maybe.
0: <laughs> so no. There's an
3: eight in there. I think you're right. many,
0: mm. many stations. Platform. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Brian Ferrell, Fer- Ferrell, whatever it is, for your letter. That was nice. Uh, to Soby Magoo, glad to hear it, Soby. Uh, William Valenti, nice story, my friend. He wrote me a little sl- mini slasher epic. He had Nick dying in his own poop. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jeff. For your letter, people wrote these nice letters. Beth, they always do to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. Renee from Higanum. Yes. Higginum. Mm-hmm. Maxis Orion, you are certainly welcome. Okay. And like every letter is read, of course. Not everyone is read on the air, but every letter is appreciated. Regarding. um... The Twisted Sister tribute record that just came out yesterday on Koch Records. Kevin from Waterbury says the tribute album rules. Got it yesterday and I'm very satisfied. I'm even more excited about VH1. That's this Sunday. It is the premiere of Twisted Sister Behind the Music. You really and truly are the man. Keep giving us fans more, please. Kevin from Waterbury. And hi to Billy as well. Give like high back there. Uh, and speaking of that, I really should let you know that this Sunday at Rookie's Sports Bar and Grill in the Kmart Plaza in Cromwell, Connecticut. They're going to be celebrating with Nick, Darkside and any of you peeps who want to come and hang out will be celebrating the premiere of Twisted Sisters Behind the Music. Rookies will be offering a free buffet in the designated Radio 104 section where the premiere will be shown on large screen TV. And Nick and Darkside are going to have autographed pictures, hats, T-shirts, Euro stickers. Head on down from 8 to 10 o'clock. Watch the premiere of the show. Why won't I be there? Because I'll be sitting in my living room watching with my family going, what did these bastards say about me and how am I going to retaliate? <laughs> if I retaliate. Maybe they said nice things about me. I just really feel it's something I need to watch because who knows what these guys said. I know what I said. I'm prepared for that. The Green Ninja also enjoyed the uh, Twisted Tribute record. 16 tracks on there, all. Old- all kinds of bands on this thing, from like old school Anthrax and Motorhead to bands like Nine Days and Nashville Pussy and hardcore bands like uh, Cradle of Filth and who else was a Fu Manchu and uh, VOD. It's a pretty cool record. Twist is even on there. Uh, oh, I just Frank Blados from the from Mattituck, the Talk on Long Island. We uh, I'm not I can't read your whole letter, bro, but it's his 30th birthday today. He's a huge fan of mine. He's a huge fan of the show. He's completely stoked. And he's gorilla running into the in-store in uh, Valley Stream, Long Island. at Slip Disc Records in Valley Stream. They're expecting thousands of people. So, Frank, get there early, okay, bro? Happy so birthday, to, Frank. Yeah, appropriate. he writes all the time. He's a great writer. Uh, I get to appropriately wish you a happy birthday. It's going to be a madhouse there. Here's a letter. Subject, Sean's movie. In response to Captain Corello's mandolin, is that how it's pronounced, Beth? Corello's? I Carellos? think it's yeah. Corelli? Corelli's. Mm-hmm. Oh, Captain Corelli's mandolin. When is Sean's new movie, Private Sean Stapler, coming out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I heard that the scene where he paper cuts an enemy to death is very gory. That comes from Norm. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't mm-hmm.
3: bring the kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good one, Normie. Oh, braces. Still people talking about braces. Uh, Kendi Bo is a 30-year-old who just had his braces or her braces taken off for the second time. Big, ugly metal kind. And he had upper and lower jaw surgery to repair a misaligned bite. Oof. It was a big deal. And it just sounds like what you have. I just want to assure you that while the whole experience was uncomfortable and a pain in the ass, it was worth it. My new smile is gorgeous and perfect. I am able to chew correctly and my bite is finally coming together the way it is meant to be. If you choose to have braces, you will will pronounce things strangely for a short period of time while you adjust. Oh, that's going to work on the radio. (laughs) But your voice will not change at all. That's just Nick being dumb. Good luck. Well, I'm going to go, you know what? This is all just conjecture at this point, right? I mean, until you go down and sit in the chair and have a professional, take a look. I don't know what the answer is. You may say, oh, zip, zip, I can fix it right now. There it is, fixed. Right. Of course, then I woke up. Uh, let's see, a Meg from Westport, Connecticut says, I have the exact same problem as you do, D. My teeth are actually very straight. All right, let's not get crazy. But the bite on my right side is so off that only two teeth on the side meet properly. I'm 24. I have a relatively painful case of TMJ because I clench my teeth at night. Uh, And I tend to chew on only one side. I'd say that you're really ahead of the game since you haven't mentioned that you are in in any pain, which I am not. It's only recently that you've noticed any shifting. A good dentist or orthodontist should be able to help without surgery. I hope you're right. On the subject of the big E, a lot of people writing in, a lot of people are writing in, and this will be the last word. (laughs) Although there is one whole thing on... Um, jokes about Dark Side Dave's dad's nose. Nah, you can hmm. skip those. <laughs> I, I'll just, the one here is pretty good. Oh, how original. Most people have their teeth capped. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even say where that was from. When you All stop to right. smell the flowers, are they afraid? Oh. Yeah, that was on the list here. Yeah, that's from Clark's brother. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Sneeze and it's goodbye, Seattle. That was another. Laugh
4: and the world laughs with you. Sneeze and it's
3: goodbye, Seattle. He's stealing it from the movie. He must have seen Roxanne. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, Clark, you can do better than that. Okay, here we go. Uh, Just regarding the Big E, a lot of people feel that we should be supportive of that event. That it's a huge event. Thor the Love Warrior says, This morning I heard Nick say that the biggie is just, quote, fried dough, screaming kids, and farm animals, unquote. <laughs> if anything, there should be more reason to go. You guys would fit in perfectly. D has a taste for fried dough by his own account. I love I love those farm I cakes. like fried dough, too. Yeah. Nick acts like a stri- screaming kid when something doesn't go just the way he's planned. And the one and only Sean has a special place in his heart for farm animals.
3: Would somebody get this chicken out of my ass, please! Oh. Sean, yeah. Sean might have some pretty severe farm flashbacks if he's let loose up there. No, I
8: hate... I, I hate going to farms. I hate farm animals. I hate the smell. I don't want to remember that part of my life. It's gone forever. All right, we'll leave you home.
0: All right, uh, <laughs> yes. here's one from Clark. Another one from Clark's brother. He says um, that... It, one thing he says in his letter that is pretty interesting. He says that... Um, They've got the Black Crows, O Town, and Sticks playing this year.
3: It's a pretty decent lineup, something for everyone. Well, obviously
0: covering all bases Sticks yeah. from the 70s, O Town for all the pop kids, and the Black Crows. We love the Black Crows. How crappy can it be if
5: the Black Crows are playing, Nick? Well, they have shows there, although they oh. just started doing shows again. I don't, it, it's not a Are good they scene you down? There. It's dangerous over there, D. It's dangerous. It's not
3: dangerous at the big E. Sure it well, is.
5: You don't know these hicks from Western Mass. They're you're from Western in Mass. Central Mass. I know, but Long Meadow's in a bubble, so we don't there's <laughs> resistance among these other freaks. I mean, I'm just Nobody saying, is, it, I mean, Touche's on some people might have a good time there. Some people might like the smell of like cotton candy, hot dogs and you know chicken feces but um you know if that's your bag then that's your bag Go bill ahead. bam
0: bill bam says that last year there was one million two hundred ten thousand nine hundred sixty one paid tickets yeah nick is probably too scared to realize the reality of the exposure that these snyder radio
5: show would have I don't know if all these people even have radios. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they obviously have the, have the money for a ticket.
2: Do, My we God, really,
3: D, do we really need to be exposed to 1.2 million new possible listening audience members?
0: Yeah, you're right. We don't. Come on. Hmm. We don't. And the last word on this before we take a break is from Weez. And Deed, says, Dee, do you wonder why Nick freaks at the mention of the Big E? It's not because he doesn't like fairs. He's working in the Wolcott Fair this weekend. The real reason is that he's a negative neuro-association with the term Big E. Turns out that Nick's dad doesn't like the word enema. So when he had to do the dirty deed, he'd say, Nick... It's time for the Big E. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no wonder the poor guy has a difficult time. I've been saying Big E. I'll Is that one. it, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Call the animal yeah, the Big that's E. It. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: got it. <me. laughs> <laughs> take the clothes off, lay on the floor. <laughs> it's time for the Big E. All fours. Yep. <laughs> all fours.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Mr. Burns, no. All right. That's all the email for today. Write to me at CaptainHowdyAclearChannel.com. Okay. What do we learn today is next? Give us a call at 860 666 4444. Win a D Snyder Radio prize pack. Old school. All right. Call now. Join the party. Be proud. It's D Snider Radio. It's Radio 104.
6: D now 44 You know why we D Snyder Radio on Radio One Hundred Four? <laughs> and now back to D Snyder Radio on Radio One Hundred Four. Is
1: that music, Raymond?
0: Uh, it pulls very interesting sound bites out of <laughs> out of our shows. Like I said that. As a matter of fact, there's one of me saying I said that. There I go again. I guess I did. All right. We're running out of show. Will cows in the wings. Always ready to kick some ass. By the way, a couple quick thank yous to uh, Sean Doyle in New Fairfield, Connecticut, for a nice letter. And Joe Jarusinki Sr., listener of the show, uh, our show Viper Joe. This is his dad. And, uh strange strange, and Anthony was quite impressed with my work. With my work. I, uh, I hope I get to make another one. I will. I have no doubt about that. I'm just dealing with all the bee, the bee crap of stupid uh, the shooting gallery. Folding. Getting the rights back and all that stuff. But it's being handled. I got people, Beth. I don't know if you know that.
3: I'm a worry of many. I've, many people. I've got
0: a lot of people. One thing I'm not short on is people. All right, but now it's time to do some singing. Do we have a sponsor
1: for What We learned Today, to our side? What Do We Learn Today is brought to you by Ricardo's Music Center, East Hartford, West Hartford, East Windsor, and now in the shops at 30 Plaza in Vernon. Also brought to you by Boomer McLeod of Orange, located on the Boston Post Road in Orange. Call 203-799-2734.
4: Sing it.
0: What we learn, what we learn, Learn today what we learn what we learn what we learned today. Oh, yeah, congratulations, Pierce. Cheap, he is now an RN. Beth. Good for
3: you, Pierce.
0: He's been working on that for a couple of years yeah. now, at least. Congratulations, man. We're all proud of you. Let's go to Scott from Vernon. Scott, hey, D, what's up, man? Hey, you um,
4: inspired me to grow my hair for locks of love. You remember me now?
0: Yeah, sure, sure Scott. Man. That's a hey, good thing. You know what man. I learned today. What's your that line?
4: wasn't Beth's foot in Dan's ass.
0: It was the foot of Psycho Beth. <laughs>
3: sometimes I can't help myself.
0: <laughs> you got a little psycho edge to you, Beth. I've Stop noticed that, Stop actually. It. It's coming Stop. Up. <laughs> It Stop. is, it is. Are you just...
3: Don't you think so, Nick? Stop flattering. Totally. Don't,
0: sometimes there's like a little look in her eye that you go, uh-oh. Yeah, she could
5: snap.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, don't know what you're talking about.
5: That's what I would be. <laughs> you know, you snapping, D, is pretty horrifying, but Beth snapping would. Yeah, that, I think that
0: right, would be. But you do expect it. it from me. Mm, right? Yeah. She's got something in
5: her. Like, he just. Glenn, be afraid. Be very afraid.
3: Well, don't push me. <laughs>
5: but I think at the same time, it'd be kind of a turn-on, too. You know what I mean? Oh, God. so I like that part of it.
2: Uh, You're a piece of work, yeah.
5: Nick. Okay. Uh,
0: get all medieval on Nick's ass, Beth. So, uh, what did you learn today, Beth?
3: Well, I actually learned the daily hurdles faced by left-handers in a right-handed world. I didn't realize that there could be such problems with... Power tools and other daily activities. It's troublesome. You
5: know? oh, yeah. Poor babies. Yeah. Poor baby. Even opening the door, you know, you gotta reach over to get the handle and stuff. You People know?
3: say things like, Oh, he's a lefty.
5: Yeah.
0: And then I brought up the issue with the circle jerk, which is a total problem in <laughs> itself. You know, There's hitting elbows with other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to Brian from Waterbury. Good morning. Hey, Brian. Good morning, man.
7: How's it going? It's going good, brother. So uh, what did you
0: learn today, man?
7: Well, uh, it's something that kind of scared me here, but I learned it from the Sebastian Bach interview. And I learned that while you and Sebastian are vying for positions over, uh, you know, Eddie, Riff Raff, and Frankenfooter, Yes. That Sean's putting his foot down. He's insisting on playing Brad because he got all excited when he remembered the scene where uh, Brad gets filleted by Frankenfooter.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, quietly. Ca- yes, Sean's quietly campaigning for the role. Heading down there tomorrow, D. <laughs> That'd be wack- wild to show up for the rehearsal and this this Sean with a pair of glasses on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sean will be playing Brad. D runs screaming. Janet,
0: I love you. You'd be a good Janet, Beth.
3: People have told me that I remind them of Susan Sarandon.
0: Oh, well, you got a little of that going on, yeah, facially, of course. <laughs> uh, <I've>... Thanks, Dave. <laughs> well, it's just I'm
3: aware that she's endowed in certain places.
0: She had a great quote once. It says something when you to- when you top us in a film, it's difficult to not have your nipples upstage you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, where are we? Darkside, Dave.
1: Dude, what did you learn today? Well, I learned Sean's got yet another world record that he could beat because he can juggle four balls.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah! Yes, but oh, he was shit. using his chin and, no, and his nose. Yes, he got yeah, disqualified. So. You want to watch yeah.
3: me? DQ. Oh, oh, I'm not
7: enough. watching you. Oh. Put him away. Well, what are you talking about? It's just juggling. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's the problem. Why are you freaking out, Darkside?
0: Let's go to Steve from Wallingford. <laughs> Steve, good
6: morning. Good morning, Dave.
0: Hey, man, what did you learn today, Steve?
6: Well, I learned that Beth would love to get her hands on Rob Lowe's Popsicle sticks.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I let that slide by. You were a little, <laughs> a little too, like, uh... You, uh, you noticed you were I was just doing it for You were tarlicking on those Popsicle sticks.
3: I don't actually want them.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> you covet them. Hold on, Steve.
3: <laughs> I, I'm, oh I might hang on to them if they happen by my way.
0: <laughs> oh my God! You were just, just asking because, for just it. You know, going to
3: increase in value. That's all.
0: Is the words "pap smear" mean anything to you? Oh my oh God!
3: God. Oh. See, <laughs> <D. laughs> you're, you're pushing me. <laughs> I don't Nick, know why you, have, you have to make everything for? dirty, Dave.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Isn't he awful, Nick?
5: Awful. Sometimes he's just a bad man.
3: No. He's got four kids.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn today? <laughs> uh oh. What's this?
2: What, the hell what is, is this? Elf. Elf. Oh,
5: jeez. Dee, <laughs> uh, today I learned that uh, we might be barbecuing at your place, which I find uh, very exciting. Just let me know about the weekend so I could. Make sure I pack everything up, my pajamas and stuff, and then... You fudge? Yeah. Well, first of all, you'll be you'll be on the grill, like, in your spandex and stuff, and Sean will have a hard on. I start wearing it now because you guys. <laughs> and you could be, like, flipping burgers and dogs and stuff, and... Uh, yeah, and I'll be pounding beers, like... Talking to Beth and hanging out and stuff. And then as the night goes on, you know, Dark Side and I will hang out, like, on your porch and be smoking and stuff. And then, uh... You will? <laughs> and then... We've got a pond for that. And then, um, you know, the next morning when you wake me up and stuff like that. I'll have I'll be sitting in your kitchen And we'll have like Pancakes You know <laughs> Could happen is his vision pancakes? of it A
3: little different Than your vision of it Dee? Yeah it is <laughs>
5: <laughs> Just a little That staying over part Is pretty well, important Plus though.
3: D has the pool now Nick I know I'm
5: aware of the pool Pond and a pool Yeah So the pool, go you. Pool's gonna be awesome You know I don't okay, think I want to go swimming with any... I don't want to go swimming with Sean or Darkside, though. I go swimming with you and Beth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Nick. I'm sure that could be a <laughs> Okay,
5: <laughs> Just don't mind the kids
0: diving on your head. All right, let's talk to MJ from Middletown. MJ. Hey,
4: how you doing? Darkside actually...
0: Took what I was going to say, but Sean's trying to to beat a new Guinness World Record by uh, his own special juggling techniques. Yeah, he's got a juggling technique, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a ball handler, aren't you? Aren't you there, Sean? Hold on a second. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> I learned. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me ten times, shame on me. Fool me once, shame on you. Uh, they can't fool me anymore. We got a new plan. We don't announce any interviews anymore. <laughs> and then if they show up, it's like, hey, look who called. And it's a surprise, a pleasant surprise. But then there's no more embarrassment. It can't. How many times they fool us before we finally got hip to this?
3: 7580. <laughs>
0: 7580 in the past two years. But no more. <laughs> we had an interview scheduled today. I said, we're not saying anything. We're just going to do our show. And if the guy shows up, we'll talk to him. He didn't show up. (laughs) No crickets. Dark Side Day, because they did not pull one over on D Snyder Radio anymore. We cannot be made a mockery of in that fashion for more than two years. Third year. It's time we got it together.
3: As much as we can stand, we can't stand anymore.
0: Well, yesterday was the cap up when we had three out of five not show up. (laughs) So I just said, that's it. Three
3: out of five who, I mean. They weren't yeah. the biggest stars I've ever heard of yeah. either.
2: They were dissing us?
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Every show has have this problem, I guess so. I I don't miss interviews. That's when I would do interviews. I never missed them. So I couldn't imagine other people missing them, but they do. All right. Read them and weep. Sean, what do we got? That's it, boy. Put the dick
2: down.
8: <laughs> what? <laughs> Fine. All right. Scott what from-
4: was that? <laughs>
8: <laughs> Scott from Vernon learned that it wasn't Best Foot in Psycho Dan's ass. It was Psycho Best Foot in Dan's ass. Brian from Waterbury learned that while you and Sebastian D. are vying for the roles of Frankenfurter, Riff Raff, and Eddie, I'm secretly trying to play Brad so I can be fellated. Um Steve from Wallingford learned that Beth would love to get his hands on Rob Lowe's popsicle sticks. And MJ from Middletown learned that I can beat a new world record by juggling balls on my chin.
6: Four of them. Mm. I, I,
0: I'm going for Steve. Which one was that? Popsicle sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a bad man. He picked up on that. That one went right by. You were awfully hungry for those sticks.
3: I was just talking about the innocent leftovers from a frozen snack. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had to make it dirty. You're a rotten
4: liar.
3: Steve the
0: man.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Nick, Steve the man?
1: Yes. Okay, you're overridden.
0: Steve is the man. Thanks. Right on, Steve. Steve? Yes? Okay. Okay. You win. We like yours best. You get the prize back, all right? Hello. All right, hold on a second. Hey, Steve, someone wants to say hello to you. Hello. Hello. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. No more hellos. All right. MJ nicely played. Scott, well done. Brian, not today. Time to go. Shows over, people. Shows over. What do they? What do the cops always say? Nothing to see. Shows here. over, people. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. We should get a tape of that. Shows over. Um. Okay. Dude, do that. Everybody, we're out of here. Tomorrow on designer Radio. Let's see. On the road with Mudbone. God willing. Entertainment news, Asti Snyder Radio, and a possibly a, an interview. Although I will have to say the WWF has been pretty consistent with getting their interviewers on the phone. Have they not? Yes, more so I, than anybody else. Yeah. Have we ever? How, what's what's our percentage of missed interviews with them?
5: I think we've only missed one, and that was because of a plane flight. But I know they made it up to us, so uh, pretty good. So then I will tease that. Because the WWF
0: are pros Matt Hardy of the WWF's Hardy Boys Will be calling it tomorrow We'll talk to him They got a big match The Rock's coming back, Beth
2: Yeah, the right The bodies
0: hit the rope The bodies This weekend So I'm sure he's promoting that Yep, WWF SummerSlam This Sunday in San Jose, California Live on AT&T and Cox Digital cable Also make a note, people Tomorrow night on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Zalman, our own One of our own is going to be on there Hopefully kicking some ass. And uh, plenty to look forward to. Twisted Sisters, Behind the Music, 9 p.m. this Sunday. Nick and Darkside Dave hanging out at Rookie's Bar and Grill in Cromwell, Connecticut, from 8 to 10 with Radio 104 celebrating the new Behind the Music on Twisted Sister. Go down, hang out with them, get some merchandise, party with the peeps. it will be on the big screen TV. Uh, Rookie's going to have a little buffet for for the uh, Radio 104 listeners and stuff like that. And coming next week on D. Snyder Radio, Moonchild, Behind the Music. Life is good. Have a great day, everybody. Will cows up next. See you tomorrow we tomorrow.